Material Components Episode 22 Sightless Invaders Greetings, and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, how's it going? Pretty good. Hello. Hello. Howdy. Oh, God. Howdy. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. I am Olivia. I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I will be playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlight, the Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And of course, I would like to begin things the way I do every time, which is by asking you four yahoos if you remember what happened last time. Uh, yup. Yeah. We yeah. fought kobolds on pterodactyls, and my prayers for shoujo nonsense were answered. <laughs> it's it's funny listening back to that episode. I uh, earlier you said I think in the recap your uh, romantic hopes were yep. dashed, and I just yep. had to like bite and my tongue. Two hours later, <laughs> I'm feather fought. Uh, <laughs> I got I got two uh, texts from Elliot during that session, which were. Camion who and then Camion who <laughs> <laughs> and neither of those were about Jet. <laughs> the the Genasi. It was about the Genasi and the half giant. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh yeah, so we fought those. Um the cobalt on pterodactyls, not the Genasi yes. and the half giant. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we um, those uh <laughs> not cherishes harem no <laughs> cherim if you will the ch- oh uh, this is gonna turn into tenchi universe real quick <laughs> real quick um okay. i just i i really want to focus this recap on the part where sid's horse went bolting towards the tower <laughs> he grappling hooked a cobalt and a pterodactyl and then was like <laughs> flung into the air off of his horse about 90 feet yeah yeah that was, that was very good yeah i'm glad it went that way that's <laughs> sort of what i was although i had the thought later that i should have just disengaged and jumped off the uh pterodactyl but hey here we are hindsight's 2020 it is it we're is. not dead and we're not dead. That uh, is very important because, yes, in your not-deadedness, you had traveled west, down into the drylands away from Wickmore's Landing. Eventually, you found your way down the sprawling path into the drylands itself, a strangely warm, climated area that seems magically untouched by the winter you had left behind. At the very bottom of the Sun Pass, you were confronted with the Sun Pass Tower. Do any of you remember some pertinent details about that feature? It's been taken. And it's not really a tower, it's um... Was it a... Mesa. Yes, thank you. Um, was it like 200 feet tall or something ridiculous like that? Oh, it's way bigger than that. 
Um, yeah. Though I, in listening back, my description of just how tall it was did fluctuate quite a bit. Um, <laughs> it's up there. It's somewhere. It's, there. Yeah. it's big. It's real big. Uh, uh, it had. Oh, sounds like we were going to say the same thing. Yeah, the, a bunch, bunch of faces carved on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, the most important feature, of course, is that it is not under the control of the Edge Masons at the moment. It mm-hmm. is, in fact, being occupied by kobolds. They done burrowed up from the ground like mm-hmm. tremors. They done did burrowed up like them there graboids. I hate graboids. Oh, they're the worst. No. Suddenly, my howdy seems very, uh, very applicable. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. But yes, in the midst of the fight, you were reconnected with your childhood friend, Cherish, and that is one Jet, the half-orc, who has apparently become an apprentice edge mason. Mm-hmm. We're all so proud of him. Mm-hmm. Very proud. Oh you also met his uh, forge-bonded item, a mining lantern that called itself Oculo. Mm-hmm. What Oculo's uh, abilities are, you're still a little unsure, though it seemed to know that Cherish was nearby. Yeah. Beyond that, you're not quite sure what its capabilities are. Yeah. But, yes, uh, after an insane fight with the pterodactyl riding kobolds, you were given a bit of a short rest before the local captain of the Edge Masons, a person whose name you actually never yeah, got. No. You heard Jet you refer to them as Captain Brightheart. Oh, okay. We learned the one name of uh, Grawl's spectacular rescuer. Oh, um, Lord. Oh, God, of course. How could we forget? Yeah. Jeffathy. Jeffathy. Yeah. Jeffathy, was... the, the most important NPC we've ever, ever come up oh. with. Oh, and Mike, God. That, Mike, that was <laughs> Poor Mike. Brightheart. Is that correct? Brightheart? Brightheart. <clears throat> Brightheart. And Jeffathy. <laughs> Eric Horton. <laughs> I'm going to make a Twitter for Jeffathy. <laughs> Did we get a name for the um the, the adorable little gnome? No, you did not. Okay. Yes, there was a gnome in the midst of this fight that got flung around a little bit. Literally. Yes. So, you had been given about 45 minutes to catch your breath. The rest of the Edge Masons are sort of, like, getting themselves gathered together as well. Oh. Preparing for a, a surge of conflict heading straight into the Sun Pass Tower. Um, I did not roll my hit dice. And that is where we find you now, because yes, rolling up some hit dice to recover whatever hit points you may would be a good thing to do now. Um, can I take a look around and see if I can find my horse? You can. Uh, your horse didn't get super far. That's good. Um, it seemed to have, like, wandered off into the desert a little bit and just stopped. Um, I'd like to walk over and try and soothe the horse. Yeah, you gather up your horse pretty easily. Great. Um, 
and then I'd like to find Jeffathy and um, be like Jeffathy. It's really important that you look after my horse while I'm in there. Um, I've seen the way that you handle horses, and you you got a gift. Well, look, horses were my calling. No one's denying that fact, but I have to be joining with my Edge Mason brothers in the noble fight of retaking our bastion. But what could be more noble than watching over this majestic creature? Jo- joining with my Edge Mason brothers to re- retake the bastion. Look, look at Kono. Look how <laughs> sad he is. He's so sad that you won't look after him. The horse just looks angry. <laughs> Eh. All right, fine. I'll try and find somewhere to tie Ono to, I guess. Um, you could stake him into the ground. Stake him into That's... the ground. Give him some feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, question. Do Answer. we still have our extra max HP? Yeah, it lasts for eight hours. Bless lasts for eight hours, yes. Ah. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right, and I used one of my healing potions as well as my hit dice. Mark that off. Okay. Um, I left my horse like kind of way outside camp, didn't I? Yes, and it sort of scampered off when the pterodactyl started swooping. It, yeah. It's still in the near vicinity, so you could go gather it up during the short rest. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay. Anything else any of you are doing during the short rest? The rest of the Edge Masons seem to be get, gathering up what weapons they can, treating their wounded, um, trying to come up with a plan. They've broken down into little squads. Again, these guys are really disorganized. Captain Brightheart is sort of moving from squad to squad, trying to coordinate a little bit, but it's doesn't seem to be doing a pretty good job. Um, can I walk up to Captain Brightheart and uh, Captain? Is there is there a plan heading forward? Uh, the, the captain is coming away from another one of the squads of Edge Masons, and again, he is this robust fire genasi with this big. F- flaming mane and these really thick sideburns coming down the side with this ruddy copper skin. And he'll sort of roll his eyes and say, it's a standard edge mason plan, actually. Run in, beat up a bunch of stuff. All good. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I can respect that plan, but here's what I'm thinking. We have a main force going in the front, right? Because they're going to be expecting that. But what they're not going to be expecting is a second, smaller, elite task force going in through the top of the tower. What do you think? Well, I think that sounds great. And how exactly do you propose getting up there? Well, a friend of mine has a spell called Fly. So Hmm. if she can cast... At that moment, Cherish is walking by and says, I can only cast Fly on one person... Yes. So if we can cast fly on a big burly fella, then he can fly us up. Maybe. Is that how that spell works? It's it's not impossible. It's not impossible. It depends on who you're casting fly on. Yeah. Yeah. That I have not figured out yet. 
but you know this is this is the plan i've formulated so far mm. and mm. it sounds and captain brightheart will say so let me get this straight your plan is to have your magic user friend here cast fly on and i quote a big burly person and then <laughs> ride them to the midpoint of the tower like some kind of meat magic carpet yeah, more or less um you have a way with words by the way i just want to want to say it's one of my help. strong points yeah yeah um basically yes um so if there is anybody that you think might excel at this kind of espionage style mission please let me, obviously the four of us i point to our group um highly qualified for this type of mission but um hmm. if there's anybody else you think would be perfect please let me know now I i'm sorry I, I didn't catch your name oh sid emberlight um sid sid um we're edge masons yeah. we don't do the whole stealth thing gotcha the point That's... of our organization is to scare off things that want to attack civilization we can't mm -hmm. do that being sneaky gotcha. we're not like those <laughs> park watch <laughs> uh yeah yeah they you know the name is actually very accurate they literally just spend their time staring at trees i know right like i thought it was a joke at first but uh, -uh. uh yeah no no they literally stare at trees you guys are way cooler um, oh we know <laughs> uh but yeah okay so maybe none of you guys but maybe maybe we can like sneak in uh, what is the what is the general layout? We should probably have somebody who's familiar with the tower go with us, just to be as a guide. Look, Sid, was it? Um, yeah. This is edge mason business. I appreciate your willingness to just dive in when the scaly monsters came diving out of the sky. Really, I do. Yeah. But you don't need to get involved in this if you don't want you know, I've been thinking a lot about it, and the fight that we just had with those flying reptile things was really, really fun. And gosh, I'd hate to end a good thing before it gets started. And he'll just, like, slap you on the back with a laugh and go, <laughs> A man after my own heart. You ever think about joining the Edge Masons? Well, I don't really use two-handed weapons. I was gonna so... say, we'd have to replace that dinky little sword of yours, but yeah. other than that... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, you got right, the attitude for it. To that, <laughs> Stormpierce was like, uh, "Excuse me, but I am quite skilled at taking out foes." Uh, indeed, I believe uh, Stormpiercer's exact line is "harumph." <laughs> Sid, I don't know if I like these people. <laughs> Well, we, you, you do gotta, not get my bonus. <laughs> you just gotta show them how great you are. Then, then, then I think I think it'll be fine. Hmm. An easy task. Oh yes. Uh, guys, what do you think? What do you think of my plan? My master plan. I mean, Grawl, do you think you can carry all of us? Oh, I'm I'm the I'm the burly fellow. I mean, I'm. I'm yeah. I mean, out of the oh. four of us, I would go with Tirza, but... Uh, I was going to say, I, I'm definitely the strongest of the I'm, four of us. I'm, I'm, Sorry, I'm, I just keep thinking big. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I got the big part, the burly thing. I don't, I don't know about that. You're wiry. I, I, I mean, would I, I, I think I could probably do it, but I, I don't know how. I, I don't know how this works. Do what you if, think I could do it, Cherish? Well, I mean. The only thing that would be different about you is that you could fly. So it's... Okay. I, I don't know if I can carry all three of you guys. Not at once, but like... It'd be a couple oh, of... one at a time. I can yeah. definitely do that. You're yeah, acting yeah, yeah. as some sort of... Oh, Grawl wouldn't know what an elevator... Elevators? Are elevators no. a thing? No. It's a series of levers and pneumatic tubes. I mean... Uh, like a, a a rope winch lift is definitely a yeah. thing, right? So a lift is a thing, but an elevator not so much. Okay, not that you've seen. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, I think I could do that. Like human lift. Okay, okay. I hate to burn a third little spill slot this early, but okay. Yeah. That is that is the thing, Cherish. If you do not feel like you should be using a third level spell slot and you want spell slot that's not really yeah and we're, that's not how we're talking <laughs> using about this obviously but hell, and you want to save it for i don't know blasting somebody that's fair and you but... did already use a third level spell slot to cast fly in the last fight as well yes yeah. no I, I i have been keeping track and i did regain some spell slots with um, my sorcerer points during the short rest okay um how many sorcerer points have you plot. spent then uh, I have spent all of my regular ones and two of the extra ones from Maz. So okay. I have three left. Good to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess the other thing about that is is that my other third level spells are Blink, Slow, and Gaseous Form, which I guess Gaseous Form might be might come in handy, but I doubt it. I am shocked that you do not know Fireball. Well, see, I didn't ha I didn't take the spell because I had the fireball necklace. Oh, that's true. And then I had to give it to that stupid pink naked mole rat. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll see Ling again. Oh, I will. Oh, good. <laughs> I am getting that necklace back. <laughs> so, is the plan to cast fly on Tirza and then have her carry everyone up one at a time? To... Kind of have a top down and bottom up assault. I mean, I don't think that's a bad idea. That works yeah. for me. Yeah. And, uh, Captain, you're sure you can't spare anybody? Look, if you could convince anyone to go with you, you're more than welcome to try. I would assume that most of the squads are probably pretty dead set on a frontal assault. That's kind of what we do. Where's yeah. that big burly dude? And you like oh, look at all the edge masons and it's literally <laughs> all of them. No, no, sure. the one it's that a was fireman's with calendar of. <laughs> oh, where did Jet get off to? Uh, Jet. He's right behind me. Has oh, sort of been you? like off to the side. Uh, he doesn't belong to any of these squads. It seems as though all of the apprentices were taken inside the. 
the compound here. So he's sort of just like standing awkwardly near the middle of the camp. Uh, he can come with us. Uh, he's waiting yeah. for somebody, one of his superiors, to tell him what to do. You you do suggest that to the captain? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the captain will look over at Jet and say, You want the rookie? Um, look, <laughs> I'm not going to get into the mischief that Jet and I used to pull when we were kids, but we're a pretty good team. Why would you say that? Why? Oh, you you know the rookie then? Yeah. Oh, okay. We grew up together. Oh. Hmm. Uh, well, look, if he wants to go back inside that death trap, me, you're welcome to ask him. I was just going to have him stay out here and watch the camp. Yeah, I'll go ask him. Okay. Um, what are the rest of you doing with the rest of your short rest? Mm, I'm going to check on my horse. Okay. Um, just kind of relaxing as much as possible. I took a lot of pterodactyl damage. So. Okay. <laughs> Terra damage. Terra damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tirza, anything in particular? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. No items you want to attune to or... Oh, jeez. God, we just talked about this. Can I do that in a short rest? Is that enough time? That is absolutely enough time. Oh, that's the perfect amount of time. Yes! Okay. Coincidentally, <laughs> I would like to attune to my armor. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's probably a good idea. All right. So you spend your time resting, recuperating, and attuning to your armor. Uh, the, this piece of scale mail armor is a, uh, plus one set of armor. So you automatically get an additional plus one to your AC on top of whatever scale mail provides. Excellent. Dang. In addition, this item is what is known as a piece of ascension gear. And this is a new little wrinkle that we'll be throwing into magic items that are sprinkled throughout this world, and here is but the first of them. So, how Ascension Gear works is, if you fulfill a required number of activities with this item, it will ascend. It will gain new powers. What? So, you're going to want to write this down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, okay. This item will ascend whenever you deal lightning damage to more than two targets in a single round ten times. Awesome. My favorite thing to do. Also, as long as it's not your own party members. Mm. I, I did, not did not say that. Say that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just throwing in some flavor. If you look at the fine print, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Ah, super jelly. Cool. 
So yes, that is all it does for now, but that may change in the future. And Thanks to Andren Jinyi. This item is, strangely enough, referred to as the Scales of Andren Jinyi. So, Cherish, you wander over to Jet. Mm-hmm. He's sort of staring dejectedly down at the ground. He's, like, kicking a pebble, Luigi-style. <laughs> uh, but he'll perk up as he sees you approach. You ready to get back in there? Uh, um, um, uh, well, the, the captain, he, he done told me to just, uh, you know, wait out here and, uh, watch the camp, um, so, uh, yeah, I, I should be following, um, orders, <laughs> as it, yeah. Okay, well, my friends and I are gonna go, uh, sneak in through the top and, uh, come down and meet everybody in the frontal assault, but if you want to stay here, that's totally fine, too. And he'll just be like, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to, want to stay here, uh, as it were. Um, but you know, I, I, I got orders, and I, I need to follow orders. And uh, well, the captain said stay here, and I need to. Mm, the captain just told me that if I could convince you to come back in, then you were totally welcome to well, do that. Well, cherish, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Tarnation. Uh, when did you start following the rules? When I joined the Edge Masons. When I wanted to get all the training to hunt monsters and kill big, scary things. <laughs> well, do you want to come in or not? Yeah! Cherish asking like I don't want to come in. Of course I want to come in. <laughs> and Oculus say, you're mumbling again. <laughs> I was texting Olivia about this after the last episode uh, that cut for time Maz's reaction when it when, when I realized that it was Jet was oh god not this fucker again <laughs> <laughs> oh and Maz hates Oculo Ma Maz is, I, I imagine that Maz's opinion is that Jet's only redeeming quality is that he is so infatuated with me that he'll do whatever I tell him to. <laughs> yeah, she's actually pretty okay with his presence. Um, because, yeah, he she is of the opinion that, oh, good, a servant. Yeah. <laughs> he is easily manipulated, which is always good in her book. Yes. Mm -hmm. But yes, I imagine that she hates Oculo. That makes a lot of sense. Um. But yeah, Jet absolutely agrees to come with you. Um, and he says, uh, "If you're you're going to be coming down through the rookery, how 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 on earth are you getting up there?" And Oculo will say, "Magic dummy." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, yeah, right." Yeah, I'm going to cast fly on my really strong friend, or well, I don't know, maybe you. Uh, I don't know which of your strength scores is is higher. <laughs> <laughs> let's arm wrestle to see <laughs> oh yes uh, and then uh, we're going to go up one at a time uh, well, alright um, I, I, I ain't never flown before mm, it's you, well you I don't just... actually know if it's easy you just sort of like do it and point of fact he did not just fly he fell with style yeah. 
Right. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> I remembered. Uh. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty strong. I I'm guessing I could carry some folk. I, I don't know how this whole flying business works. How do you explain flying? Happy thoughts. Think of a wonderful thought. <laughs> if you're unsure about the flying part, I... I can probably do it. I can do it. And Tirza seems far more confident than Jet does. And you know, that's... Yeah. The bar was low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the base of the tower and uh, do this thing. All right. It's about this time the rest of the Edge Masons are sort of gearing up. You see them, like, getting into their small squads. There are probably, like, five or six squads in total, and Captain Brightheart is sort of moving at their front. The squads are definitely following his lead, at least in this initial charge. You have no idea what their cohesion is going to be like inside. Like water crashing on rocks. Yeah, you don't know. Uh, all you do know is that you have a plan, and you intend to go about it. Uh, what is your entry point? Where do you want to try to get in? Where was uh... where was Jet standing when you found him? He was in the, the rookery, that's what, you, that's what you called it? Yeah, that's what he called it. Um, and he points up at this these like carved holes in the side of the mesa that are scattered around near the carved faces. None of them protruding from them, but around the edges of them. They seem to be a bunch of scattered... They almost look like pockmarks from this far down, but when you get closer you can see that there are little wooden platforms protruding from them seems as though there's kind of a, a honeycomb hive of mm -hmm. tunnels leading to a larger rookery near the center of this thing. And these we were start there. launch points for. Yeah, do we want to go to the lowest one or the highest one or one of them in between? And I don't know. Jet will say, it really doesn't matter. They all link up to the same place in the center of the mesa. Oh, they're just, they're just straight tunnels. There's no, like... Uh, branching off. Pretty they much. They just all go straight to the... Okay, well, yeah, and then let's just pick one and go. Probably one of the lower ones. Yeah. Like I said, it, it won't really make a difference, but, I mean... Just in terms of getting up there. Oh, right. And Maz will say in your mind, my god, what do you see in this creature? Cherish's scales flare up a little bit and she thinks back just shut up <laughs> uh, you see the edge masons all starting to like roll towards the front gates of this place uh, the front gate isn't so much a gate as it is just a low tunnel leading straight into the mesa you're not quite sure what's inside there all you do see is, as the Edge Masons begin rolling towards it, you see what looks like a stampede of chickens begin rolling out of the front gates of this place, the front tunnel. 
Just like regular um, ass chickens? Oh, gods, no. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Upon closer inspection, you can see that all of these chickens do not have feathers. They are scaly, horrible, like serpentine-looking creatures with nasty, gray-flecked eyes. And at first, the first edge mason to come up to them is just like, <laughs> what, what are they trying to do? Feed us? And then this thing will, like, peck him on the foot, and he'll go, and then turn to stone. Oh, God! Oh. Cockatrice. And someone will shout that, and then edge masons just start going at this little horde of cockatrices. Yeah, uh, wow. Oof. How many are there? Like, is it not countable? Uh, probably it, there are more cockatrices than there are edge masons. Oh, God. So probably uh, close to 50. And yeah, they're sort of like bounding over each other with fluttery little scaly wings and like leaping up on edge masons who are battering them away with their big weapons. And it's just an awful melee is breaking out in the front entrance of this place. <clears throat> Yeah, I think now is probably a good time. I that is there. punctuated by <laughs> random. And occasionally a edge mason will scream as they're turned to stone. Oof. I'm going to cast a couple of fire bolts. Are we, are we fighting or are we sneaking in? I thought we were going. Well, time do ago. we have to... I mean, so we got past the, like, the wall or whatever. Yeah, that's easy. Mm-hmm. There's a big, like, entrance through the yeah. wall. Oh, yeah, well then I guess we can just peel off. I mean, does it look like all the edge masons are going to get freaking turned to stone? No, they're, like, for every one edge mason that's turned to stone, ten cockatrices are just creamed by their gigantic weapons. Okay, then it's not a huge deal. For now, I don't know. Acceptable losses. <laughs> Even as you're peeling aside, you can see that the front squad is just like pounding a path through these things, smearing them more by just stomping on them than actually attacking them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was really only in the first few moments of surprise that a couple of the Edge Masons were turned to stone. Okay. Well, I am going to cast Fly on Tirza. Okay. This is what we're doing. Good. <laughs> Tears how you feel a lightness in your body suddenly. There's... Can I just attempt to fly just to make sure that I can do it? Because Jet has filled me with anxiety about it. God damn it. <laughs> there is this bouncy moonwalky moment where you're riding up and down on the balls of your feet. And then you just launch yourself up and suddenly you're hovering and... You have complete control over it. It's this astounding sensation of weightlessness. Yeah, it's probably really cool. Um, okay. Uh, who wants to go first? All right. I guess I'm going. <laughs> and as you say that, Jet says, well, I'll go uh, or, or um, after, after you, sir. Too slow. And I slap him on the back. He doesn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> he does not feel it at all. I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Sid, um, your hand is broken now. <laughs> uh, how should I... Um, rather, what... I mean, she, like, I'm goes to grab Sid and then doesn't know. <laughs> Piggyback? Well- Welcome to the next 20 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, 
you bodily <laughs> grab Sid and uh-huh. begin flying him up towards one yep. of the lowest platforms. Give me an athletics check to hang on to him. Okay. Uh oh thank god. Um dirty 20. All right. Nice. So zipping up the lowest platform is about 200 feet above you. It takes you uh only two rounds to just fly straight up that high. Uh, Sid, you're getting some bad pterodactyl flashbacks when you get a certain <laughs> distance up. Missing my grappling hook. <laughs> uh, did you go to try to recover the grappling hook? I would imagine I did. I didn't say anything, but um yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel yeah. I feel like Sid would have, but uh, I don't know. It's up. To, you can decide if I didn't or not. Well, if you did, you might have some pertinent information about the things you're about to maybe fight. Um, and since you didn't say anything, I'll say you didn't. Okay, that's fine. But you are lifted up and just dropped off on this platform about 200 feet off the ground. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna scope out the platform that we're on just like look around make sure nobody's coming okay it it looks like a a tunnel leading straight back there's a small trough just to your left that looks as though it is filled with some kind of meal or i don't it's tough to say it looks like pig slop Hmm. well i will just wait for the next person to come up Okay. Uh, while Sid is being flown up, Jet will turn to you, Cherish, and say, uh, your friends seem nice. Which one? Uh, 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 the... Uh, tears, tears are Sid. Uh... Wow, we didn't do introductions, did we? That was really rude. Uh, um, tears is the one with the armor, and Sid's the one with the sword. Both of them. They both seem nice. <laughs> Yeah. And Jet will this turn to you, Grawl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a child. Uh... And he'll hold out this big gray-green hand and say, uh, Pleasure to meet you, sir. <clears throat> so mad right now. Grawl says, so mad right now, and shakes his hand. I'm I'm sorry. It's just everything's been going really fast right now. I I, I should have introduced all of you and No, I'm and... messing with you, Cherish. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. And that's when Tears of lands. Um uh, okay. hey, who's next? I I'll what go. You... It's fine. I'll go. Okay. I, I should probably be the fir- one of the first ones up there. <clears throat> um another athletics check. Three. Three. Starting out the night right. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's so Don't much even better. Okay. You can't even get him off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> now you zip up, and again, he's wearing this big blur burly splint mail and has this huge hammer strapped to his back, but you get underneath his elbows and just zip straight up. And there's a an audible thump as he lands on the platform. And Sid, where you're standing, kind of a little ways in, you see the platform go and like bounce a little bit. But you're standing Ooh. on stone. Uh, Very strong. As we're as we're flying up, I definitely say, "Hi, I I'm Tirza. Cherish has talked a lot about you. She probably wouldn't want me telling you how much, but like a lot." 
And then she giggles. So, Sid, when you see Jet land, he has this, like, look of consternation on his face and is just, like, really beat red. And he's just, like, (laughs) kind of bunched up a little bit and staring down at the ground. And then he just, like, quietly walks into the cave mouth and stands next to you. Yay! (laughs) All right, back down. And he'll say, uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, I guess your name is Sid. Yeah. Yeah. What what was your name? Uh, Jet. Oh, Jet. Interesting. Hmm. Cherish never mentioned you. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Sid. I love Sid so much. Oh, that's so good. Oh my God. Oh man. You can almost hear him deflate. Tears that you come back down. Who's next? Um, Cherish says that uh, it says that Grawl should go next. All right, Grawl. Uh, point of order, Grawl. Is your hex blade still a giant crossbow? No, no, it's back to a great sword. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Just because indoors. I don't crossbow. Know. Not 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 my best idea. You just inside. picked you just picked up a, a meaty tank boy as a friend, so I don't I don't know what your plan is. Um okay, so Grawl's next. Give me yet another mm-hmm. athletics check. Tears of your arms are starting to get a little tired. Uh yes. Reflected by my eleven. Okay. Ooh. Get about halfway up and you feel your hands beginning to slip. And Grawl, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Great, cool, oh, you know. Mm, that's not good. Yep, okay, that's a seven. Oh no. So, Tirza, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw as well. I'm not as good at those. I know you're not. Oh. But I did roll good. <laughs> Um, 16. Wow, you needed a 15, so good job. Oh, God. There is, a, terif- the there is a terrifying moment where Grawl slips out of your hands. Grawl, your arms pinwheel through the air for this, like, hard second, and then your wrists are grabbed by Tears' own gauntlets. And then you zoom up the rest of the way. This is why I wanted to go last, just in case anyone fell. <laughs> and I could catch another fall when they got close enough. <laughs> yep. uh, the rest of the way up, Tears is just like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then drops him off. I don't even want to look at you right now. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, when you land, Jet is telling Sid about, like, Oh, it's, it's so weird. She'd never mentioned me. I, uh, we grew up together. I mean, I... Uh... I mean, to be fair, not a lot of people like to divulge their personal information with me. I just give off this air, you know what I mean? Uh, I no, no, no. You seem like a friendly sort. Uh, oh, well, I, I, I mean... appreciate that. And you seem very nice as well. It's just so strange. I... With a personality like yours, I who wouldn't want to, you know, tell the world about you? Jet, I don't know if you know this. He's a very good liar. <laughs> As you land kind of shakily on the platform. Well, you're supposed to wait till after we play card games before you <laughs> tell him that kind of thing. 
<laughs> oh no, no, I'm just saying it's good lie. I mean, he's not lying right now. He's very, very <laughs> and I wink at Sid. <laughs> Jet begins shaking his head. Tearsy, you go back down for mm-hmm. Cherish. Yeah. Pick her up. Your arms are shaking. I'm spaghetti. I'm gonna need one more athletics check on the way up. Is fourteen? Is fourteen okay? Fourteen is one better than what you actually needed to lift. Oh. Cherish. Yes. God. Cherish is very light. That's true. Thank you, Fight Club app. <laughs> God. So. As you land all up on the platform, uh, Tirza, you let out a, a long-winded breath that was a lot harder than you thought it was going to be. Because despite the magical nature of the fly spell, you were still physically lifting each of those lifting people. Lifting them, yeah. yeah. And their weight was a burden. You did a very smart thing by getting Jet out of the way early. Yeah. <laughs> or else it could have been a very tough roll. Um, that. Uh, and as Cherish lands, uh, she says, uh, whatever Grawl and Sid have been saying is not true. Don't listen to them unless it was good things. We oh. only said good things. Yeah. Yeah. Almost exclusively. Yeah. And Cherish rolls her eyes. Jet will sort of look back over at you, Sid, with the look of just like, well, that ain't true at all. But he won't actually say anything. <laughs> I just give him a wink. And he's not quite sure what to make of that. And then I wink at him. We're going back and forth. We're all winking at each other now. No, we're not. Anyway, let's go. (laughs) Okay. Having landed on the platform, you begin to make your way into the depths of the Sun Pass Tower, specifically the upper rookery levels. Jet begins to explain that these platforms are all kind of assigned to different edge masons who are of the airy division. Um, none of them were able to make it up here when the kobolds flooded up. But he, when he ran, he let all the griffins loose so they could escape. And so the kobolds wouldn't do to them whatever they are doing to his comrades. <laughs> As you make your way through the tunnel, it is this long sinuous thing that really looks like a natural cave. This isn't some worked edifice in here. The ground is scored with long claw marks and random scattered feathers are here and there on the ground. There's maybe a little bit of droppings, but they've kept it pretty clean for the most part. But it's like walking in a chicken coop. Like, there's always kind of that general grime on the floor. As you proceed, you get probably about 60 feet. Um... Before it starts getting real dark in here. Mm-hmm. And we can all see in the dark except Tirza. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can cast... And there's like no torches or anything, right? It's just completely pitch. Uh, there are sconces on the wall. They're not lit. It seems as though Jet did not light any torches. Yeah. it's prob- I mean, it's probably a good idea. I'm just trying to think of like what we should do at this juncture though i guess point of order this is not the same platform where you met jet before yeah oh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that i guess that makes sense he was a little but higher these, up but these ones aren't lit either no okay um if we want i have a hooded lantern 
and Jet will say, oh, uh, that's not actually a problem. Um, and he'll like let out a low whistle and Oculo will say, oh, yeah, right. Duh. Um, and <laughs> their flame will exit the lantern and begin just like dancing around in the air. Um, when oh. it was inside the actual case of the lantern, it actually wasn't shedding almost any light. It's very odd. You could see its outline in the darkness, but as soon as it exits the casing, the little flame that's dancing in the sky uh, sheds light at a distance of 30 feet. Oh, nice. Oh. Oh. And when Oculo speaks again, the voice is coming from the flame, not the lamp itself. Oh, cool. Weird. Um, very cool. Oculo, thank you. It's what I do. I don't know if Jed has actually said his name. Uh, I say thank you yeah. anyway. Yeah. Proceeding forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving forward, the dancing light of Oculo floating above you. You proceed another about 40 feet before this tunnel opens up into a huge cavern. It is ringed with cave-like structures above you. It seems to be a gigantic cylinder. Uh, the lighting in here is poor. You're, it's a Casa Doom situation where the light from Oculus sort of diminishes as it grows outward. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get to the side of this passage, though, before you enter the big chamber proper, Jet will call a halt and say, Those lizard things they they launched from some of the other platforms I, I, I gotta assume they brought them up through here mm. right yeah I, I think I just got lucky that none of them came up and beaked me in the backside could you lead us to where they're taking your comrades well, well that that's downstairs that that's a lot closer to where everyone was charging through the front gate than where we are. True. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Hmm. Uh, I'd can like to I... look around. A yeah, bit. I was going to say, can I make a perception check to, like, oh, can I hear any other, like, pterodactyls or whatever? Give me a perception check. Yeah. I would like to do the same. That's 12. That's a 12? Yeah. Uh, the soft echo of your voices is distinct in this place, and as you're growing quiet and listening again, you do hear a slight scrabbling coming from somewhere above you. Mm. Like claws on stone. How far above us? Can't tell. I got a 12, dog. (laughs) I rolled a 15. It's maybe not even coming from above you. It might actually be an echo from across the room. There is something here. Can How can you tell? I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a cave. <laughs> I... I can hear it. Sid, can you hear it too? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna... Pull the shield and warhammer out. So do we just go around taking out whoever we come across? Uh, Jet will point across the way, kind of 
to the northeasterly direction, you say, that that passage there leads to the, the big stairs going down. That'll empty us out into the, the grand training hall. Yeah, we could, like, pincer movement. But there's about a hundred feet of open space between you and the passage that he indicates. Mm-hmm. And Tirza, you have no idea what he's talking about. Because you nope. can't see. Not that far, anyway. Um. Neat, 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 neat. Uh, where is that? Can I? Is there any, like... Is there any object in this room that is approximately 10 feet cubed? <laughs> 10 feet in any dimension? Uh, there's tons of objects in this room. This room looks like a stabulary for griffins, essentially. There is racks and racks of saddles and riding gear, bit and tack. There is uh, a whole rack along one side that looks to be some kind of mail station. There's like scroll tubes all along the wall in this big rack that looks like people could wander over and like put a a scroll tube in a certain rack and that indicates it needs to go to a specific location. Mm -hmm. Does any of it look like it's been disturbed? Uh, from what you can tell, uh, give me an investigation roll. I would like to use advantage on that. Okay. If I can. Ooh, but this one might do it. Yeah. Uh, 17. Um, you feel a little tug on your collar and it turns your attention towards the, uh, because you can't see that far as opposed to everyone else, but Mm -hmm. when your attention is pulled just to your right, you can see that there are large sacks of what looks like they might have once been feed, but they've been torn open. Though the feed is spilled out over the ground, and looks as though it hasn't been, like, eaten, it's been, like, tossed around as though maybe something tried to eat it and then didn't like it. (laughs) Uh, I hear that. Um, Okay, I will... Okay. I mean, basically, what I was gonna do was just cast light on a bunch of stuff so that we can, so that everybody can see, and maybe catch this thing by surprise. Sure. I mean, once I once mean, you cast, once you cast that, like they're gonna know where to go if they don't already. Um, uh, Lisman, I didn't hear, I didn't really hear what you said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, as soon as you cast that, um, they're gonna know we're here. So if... Well, I... And Tears of This isn't anything against you, but if we try to cross this room without any light, they're probably gonna figure out that we're there too, because... Tears is not the stealthiest, and she also may trip on something. Yeah. That's fine. That's probably fair. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to cast light. Well, Oculo gives... Uh, gosh, I still don't know if I know his name. Yeah, you probably would have. I mean, there's, there's plenty of light in from Oculo unless 
You'd rather we extinguish him or, you know. Whatever. All right. Well, either way, I think we should go. Uh, and then Sid That's... is going, going to head out and sort of side, um, kind of go around, like not go straight across, but kind of stick to the walls as much as possible. Okay. As you're moving, I need you to give me a perception check. Ooh, pretty good. Um, 25. 25. Okay. So, as you're moving, you're moving past a, a large kind of... Uh, not, not a rack, per se, but a... Uh, like a... Oh, what are those things called? Like the the eye beams in construction sites that they use to hang stuff on and like prop up pieces of wood to saw on. Um, uh, like a horse? It's a, a not a table horse. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, you're passing by one of those that has some saddles strapped over them. It looks like they were being worked on by leather workers. Mm-hmm. There's no saddle uh, at the moment, um, but the that large piece of like nailed together plywood rears up as you're walking next to it and then slams down, but you manage to see it in time and scramble out of the way, but it just begins like wiggling and moving and lurching towards you. And I think I need everyone to roll initiative. Yeah. Yep. Hey, well, not what I was expecting. <laughs> Jesus. Oops, that's bad. <laughs> it's fine. 25 to 20? Okay. Uh, it was so bad she left. <laughs> 15 oh. to... She's going to bathroom. Okay. Uh, 15 to 20? No? Oh, sorry. 19. 19. Okay. 19. <laughs> God. I forgot what number I had. I was like, it had a 9 in it, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Superb. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 to 15? 11. Olivia has 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not not my best role. And I have 6. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the top of this combat, uh, Grawl, you see this sawhorse like lunge towards Sid and just clash down on the ground. Uh, uh, how far away is this? It's like pretty close. 30 feet, oh, yeah. Great, cool. It's a sawhorse, it's a wooden, a- like, it's yeah. an animated object. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like the, well, the right. two legs on one end, two legs on the other end, and a, and a, V shape and then a, a cross beam in the center. Does it move like an animal? Like the woods bending? Yeah, in ways it's, that it shouldn't? it's real wiggly and weird. Weird. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna smack this fool. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, with my great sword. Um. Attack one is a twenty-two. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, for nine damage. Okay. And then attack two is oof. That is a uh, that's that's a one. 
A botch? Oh a botch? God. Oh. And Sid's right there, too. Oh, my. Jesus. No, he's not. Uh, <laughs> cleaving through the wood. Now, if I'm right there, does he get advantage? Yeah. No, because you weren't actively engaged with this thing quite yeah, yet. That's true. Um, I only rolled a four on the percentile, though, so you're not you're not chucking into your friend at the moment. You just whiff. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got the one, and it cleaved through so easy, I didn't expect on the backswing. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Dodged handily. Yeah. So, um, then we have Jet. We'll go, what in the hell? Uh, and then we'll rush forward with a bringing out his big old hammer and uh, circle around, and he will get advantage because he will flank this thing with Grawl. And, ooh, he does a good job. Good boy. Um, Such a good boy. Eight damage to that, but he only gets the one attack because he is not that good of a boy. He is still an apprentice. Um, That will bring us to Sid. Uh, I guess I'm going to try and attack this sawhorse. Okay. Um, we're like surrounding it at this. Yeah, point. you absolutely have advantage. Okay. Cool. Uh, twenty-one. That's gonna hit. Great. I am uh, really contemplating whether or not this thing is capable of taking sneak attack damage, though. Yeah, that's yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. <laughs> I'm all about exploiting like weak spots in uh-huh. and it's a sawhorse. Right. I, <laughs> What's just, its weak spot? <laughs> you can't just stab it so many times that it turns into sawdust. Um, uh, that would be maybe, cool, though. Maybe at, like, one of the... where, like, the wood connects or something. Okay, okay, you're the you're joints. attacking its joints. Alright, yeah. okay, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. This is absurd. <laughs> I love it. I love maybe it's this. got really amazing just, like, dovetailing, okay? Yeah. Even the joints are as strong as any other part of it. Um, uh, 20, no, it's 19. 19. Okay. Okay. I almost said 29. I'm like, that's not something. All right. Anything else you want to stay where you are? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. That brings us to Tirza. Um, yeah, I'll. I'll go for this thing. Let's just let's just all pile on. Okay, you rush forward and you attack this wooden object. Uh, twenty-one. That'll that we'll that'll hit. hit. This is the weirdest okay. fight we've ever done. <laughs> oh, it's not what I was expecting. Uh, god. Damn, only three damage. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Math. Uh, only four damage. Okay. Anything else? I'm going to attack again. Yeah. Because I forgot I could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's four damage again. Okay. Uh, did you hit? Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot I have to roll. I mean, look, this thing's not hard to hit. I'll grant you, but... <laughs> You could still botch. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I could. I uh, seventeen. Seventeen still gonna hit. Okay, cool. So that was another four damage. Yeah. Okay. It's not looking good. I'll tell you that okay, much. I was gonna... <laughs> 
as much. Can we even tell? It's, it's, it's hard to say. Like you've 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 slashed at it. You've cut pieces out of it. It's still kind of like flopping around on three of its legs, and it's gonna teeter back up onto its back and smash down on top of Sid. Yeah. I rolled worse than the sawhorse. Yeah, you did. Uh, that's gonna be oh, a boy. twenty-four to hit. Uh, she, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Alright, it's gonna just smash down on top of you and deal a walloping ten bludgeoning damage. Cool, uh, I'd like to half that. Okay. So, it does that, and then the thing that animated this thing will let out a cry above you, and suddenly this room will flare with light as a creature above you will just, like, throw down a large raking jet of flame coming out from some kind of apparatus they're holding right on top of Cherish. Son of a... Because you Your are standing alone. Fire damage. It's true. I keep forgetting because I haven't been hit with any yet. <laughs> Now's your time to shine. Now's my time to shine. 21 to hit. Thank God I'm resistant. Uh, we'll cut that one right in half. <laughs> Plus, that was the cut in half damage. Well, that was 21 to hit. That wasn't fire oh, damage. Oh, yes. That does, that does, in fact, hit. Now I have to roll damage. Uh, that is going to be four fire damage. No, it's only two. And are you wearing anything that could be considered ignitable? Like clothing? Absolutely. So, give me a dexterity saving throw. So, I'm on fire now. Twelve? All right. You are indeed on fire. Sweet. At the top of every round, until you uh, douse the flame, you will be taking fire damage. Okay. Whatever this thing is will let out a cry, and from elsewhere in this vicinity, you hear uh, hooting, cackling, like, responses. Say, coming from all over the place. Uh, You said hooting, and I was like, oh my god, is this the thing from the barges? (laughs) It was kobolds the whole time. Alright, okay. that will bring us to Cherish, who at the top of your turn takes three fire damage. Okay, so just as we do we round that up to two? Round it up to two. Okay. I'm gonna stop, drop, and roll. Okay. Yeah, you put out the fire, but it takes your action to do so. Yeah, I kinda figured. Uh As you're rolling around on the ground, you can look up and poking a head out of one of those honeycomb cave entrances, you see a paley, a pale lizard-like face staring down at you. Okay. Uh, and does getting back up take half my movement? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, then I'm just gonna like go 15 feet further into the room to try to get a better like angle on this jerk okay the ground on the very interior of this place is this soft spongy earth it's really weird actually it's kind of like dirt that's you don't know how it got up in here in this cave but it's sort of on the interior once you move about 10 feet away from the side of the walls it's this like soft earth Mm -hmm. um and from there how far does your dark vision go 
My dark vision goes. Should be 60 feet. 60 feet. And I see darkness as dim light. Right. Um, and you also see things in black and white. Um, yes. So from your position, you can sort of like stare around backwards at this honeycomb of caves that were above the entrance that you were coming through. And you can see these like scaly pale forms of kobolds boiling out from these caves. Um, there's probably a close to 10 of them coming out of here. And the one that was just above you is dressed in like, honestly, it looks like silverware. There's clattering knives and forks and spoons just tied all over its body. And it's letting out a fierce little shriek. Mm. Good sure. And something you notice about these kobolds that you didn't notice about the ones outside, because the ones outside, you didn't really take the time to look at them or inspect them at all. Um, you got close to one of them, maybe, Sid. Um, but even then, that one was, like, armored, and you couldn't really see it. These ones are exposed and wearing lighter armor, and you can see that all of their scales are very, very pale, almost translucent white. Wow. Weird. Is that weird? Mm. I don't know how much you know about kobolds. Yeah, I don't remember what I got on my history check last You know that... I I would say you probably don't have a ton of interactions with kobolds. They're they're reclusive. Yeah. So you don't know if this is weird. Okay, fair enough. Um, Alright, that brings us back at the top with Grawl. Yay! Um... Hmm. You're very aware of the sounds of incoming kobolds. Um, what is our, like, like situation? Like, are we... Grawl, Jet, Sid, and Tears are all ganging up on a sawhorse. Yeah, I... I... Mm. How many... Can we see any more kobolds coming in? Like, 12 kobolds, like coming in or is it just the crazy dude up top your position Mm -hmm. you can really only see the strange junk shaman with its flaming tubular staff that it just like emptied onto cherish okay um well nutter butters uh grawl says nutter butters um (laughs) <laughs> Nutter butters. That's yeah. It's very in character for him. Uh, I don't want to have to deal with this sawhorse anymore. So I figure I'll I will attempt to uh, split it in twain um, with my great sword. Twain away. Twain. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, that is a twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five will hit. Very cool. Um, so attack one is a twelve damage. And it shatters underneath the blow of your sword. Fantastic. Um, how far away is um, Silverware Shaman? About 30 feet away and 15 feet up, standing in the mouth of oh, okay. another cave. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I can get him with anything with my second attack. So, um... I'm going to move away from the rest of the group in case he's got more firefighter stuff. Okay. 
Uh, in what direction? Around the edge of this large, like I said, cylindrical area, or towards the center, closer to where Cherish is? Um, moving around the cylinder kind of thing, would it give me cover from, would it, like, block line of sight of this dude? Uh, if you, like, went and hid behind some kind of rack, probably. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do that. Okay. You go diving behind a rack. Give me a stealth check. Stealthy. Yep. Ooh, that's not bad, actually. Uh, stealth, stealth, stealth. Uh, that is a 17. All right. You think you are pretty well hidden. Um, Jet will rush over to Cherish and prepare an attack for anything that gets close. Uh, that brings us to Sid. Um, Tirza, I want you to launch me at that, uh, at that uh, cobalt up there. Uh, there. Can I see it? I can't see it. No. Oh shit. Yeah. Um just just point me in the right direction. I Yeah. I, yep. I point at it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm getting some weird flashbacks to a not tank. Tirza, give me a athletics check at disadvantage. Yeah. Sid, give me an acrobatics check. Uh, I'm going to use uh, advantage on this. Okay. Maybe it will... Oh, boy. Um... 12? Cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. I got a dirty, dirty 20. Okay. Sid, you are launched through the air, mm-hmm. and you think it's actually a pretty good trajectory until you land on the cave mouth above the junk shaman. Okay. That's not the worst. you are about 15 feet farther up than you wanted to be in another mouth of a cave. And it's sort of below you. Like, if you peek your head out down, you can see that there's another cave mouth about 15 feet down and to the left. Mm -hmm. Um, I assume that uses up all of my movement. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, then, I guess I'm here. Uh... I'm going to... Um... Well, you do have a handy bonus action that you can do a whole sorts of things with. Yep, I can uh, I can dash and mm. move down there and attack this fool. So that's what I'm going to do! Ha-ha! So that is going to require another acrobatics roll to sort of swing down into this other cave mouth. Great! Do... Uh... Yeah. Some like Prince of Persia shit, like running into the wall and then stopping at the right moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragging a hand down so he like flings mm-hmm. himself back in. Uh, yeah. 23? 23. Oh, yeah, totally. Sounds um, like you do some Prince of Persia shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the junk shaman is very surprised. He stops time I... with Storm. Wait. <laughs> Not yet. Um, and yes, I shot surprise. Um... <laughs> Attack this fool. Um, cool. I'm gonna attack it. Okay. Oh yes. Um, twenty six. That will hit. Cool. Uh, any any friends around? You are by your lonesome, sir. 
Just you, me, and Stormpiercer. I'm so, so sorry for what I'm about to do to you. Um, no, you're right. I'm not. Um, that nine. And am I getting a Stormpiercer bonus? Absolutely. 23 damage. 23 damage. Oh, boy. Did not like that. Yeah. All right. Um, it lets out a pained shriek, and it is after the attack that you notice that this thing has a crocodilian head to it with, like, ridges above where its eyes should be mm. and just patches of flesh, like, underneath the brow ridge. This thing does oh, not yeah. have eyes. Oh. And its mouth is much larger in proportion to the rest of its head. And its nostrils yeah. flare as you attack it, and it lets out a shriek. <clears throat> cool. That brings us to Tirza. Um, so, I can't remember if we determined this last time. My ac my action isn't taken up by launching Sid. No, absolutely not. That is your, rea okay. your reaction is taken up by launching Sid. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... <sighs> I don't know that there's anything but this sawhorse in my sight. Sawhorse dead. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I. Oh, I see. Yeah. But I meant like, can I can I see any anything else? Not really. Um. No, not really. And Oculo's light has definitely followed Jet. Well. Um. <laughs> uh... You do see the creature that Sid is fighting in profile because it has a staff that is actively on fire, but it's tough to make out exacts, exact motions and whatnot there. That's how you were able to aim for that hole vaguely. Okay. Um... You definitely hear the loud shrieking of other kobolds. You just don't know where they are. Yeah, can I kind of like go to gosh we can't see anything um can i go to like the the mouth of the tunnel and stand not in front of it but like to the side of it and prepare an action for if something like comes out of there which tunnel the tunnel you entered through or the tunnel that you are heading towards that has the stairs the oh the tunnel that we're heading towards is all the way across right yes Okay, so can I move towards that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Do you use double move to get all the way there? Um. Yes. Okay. I'll do that. You are positioned over by that tunnel, then. That will bring us to the baddies. The junk shaman will... Hmm, let out a screeching cry and then use disengage and scramble past you, Sid, and you see its claws, like, digging into the wall as it has this horrible climb speed. It moves like a bug across the wall and, like, scampers out and then down. That'll be what it does. The rest of the kobolds will begin swarming into the room. You see ten of them coming up out of different tunnels from the around the perimeter of the room. Um, are any of them... Two of them are close enough to attack Jet and 
Cherish at a range, they will whip slings around over their head and whip them at the two of you. Um, I need... Let's see. Cherish, give me a dexterity saving throw. Alrighty. Uh, that's a nine. Nine. Uh-oh. Um, so... Jet will let out a yell as he swings his mace through the air and it smashes a jar that was whipped at his head that will explode on contact with his mace and catch fire and like little drips of it will scatter through the air. This emerald green flame just breaking around his hammer. What hits you, (laughs) Cherish, is... Uh, another small container of some kind, and it smashes over your head. And at first, you're just like, what the heck was that? It feels like a wicker basket just broke on your head. And then you feel the crawling sensation as the insects that exploded all over your head begin nipping and biting around you. I'm covered in bees! (laughs) Centipedes, actually. Um, (gasps) That's even worse! What about centipedes? Googling. Centipedes. Centipedes are horrible monsters, by the way. They are horrible and terrible look- to look at and nasty. Centipedes? Yes. I thought often, they would often Centipedes and millipedes often confuse. Millipedes are cute little caterpillar-like beings. Centipedes are horrible, gross monster aliens. Alright, and they will get some bites on you. Um, but that is only an 11 to hit. It's probably not going to do it. Alright, so they're, they're nipping at you, uh, but they're not dealing any damage just yet. But you are covered in a swarm God. of centipedes. Are they in my oh, hair? They're in your hair and, like, scrawling across your dress and, like, getting Ugh. into the pockets and... Oh, it's awful. The I best way this. to, like, deal with that is with fire. Yeah, but I can't... Uh, my clothes aren't fire. You just put the fire out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I'd stayed on fire, these stupid centipedes would be bothering me. All right. Stay on fire. That will bring us to Cherish. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be really cool if I could just, like, emit flame from my skin to just get rid of all these little centipedes, but mm. I can't do that. Uh, I am going to cast Firebolt at whoever threw this at me. Okay, it was another pale kobold that emerged from one of the cave mouths above you. Well, all right. Range spell attack, that is a... What is my range spell modifier? Uh, that is going to... What number is this? Well, it's 19. Got, it's got to be a 1 through a well, 20. No, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it was either a 13 or an 18, but it looks like it's scratched off a little oh, bit. Okay. But it's a 19. Uh, 19 will hit. Total. Uh, okay, and then 2d10. There's my other d10. That's a d8. Here we go. That is nine damage. All right. Did not enjoy that. It lets out a a cry, a little shriek of, and you see just as the flame hits it, its scales blacken and crisp and begin curling away a lot faster than they might against another reptilian creature. Hmm. Good to know. Um, are you moving at all? Staying where you are? I'm going to stay where I am. Okay. That will bring us back to the top with Grawl, who is hiding behind some racks. You can see right. the 
Cobalt's uh, beginning to come out of the caves. You saw the Junk Shaman crawl away from Sid uh, down, mm -hmm. basically across this large chamber from you into another cave mouth where it joined one of its uh, Cobalt fellows. Okay. Um, how far away is that? Uh, that is basically across the cylinder, roughly 60 feet. 60 feet. Okay. Tirza ran past you to get to the mm -hmm. original uh, tunnel that led to the stairs. All right. I could. Um, if I move to like a wall, will they still be able to see me? Like approaching? You are already at a wall, essentially. Okay. You're hiding behind there a rack is. with your back to the wall. Okay. Um, I want to see if I can stealthily move towards the uh, the junk shaman. Okay. Um, yeah, and his friend. Okay. And you could, I mean, like I said, it's about 60 feet away from where you are. Right. So you want to spend uh, your whole turn doing that? Yes. Okay. Give me another stealth roll. Uh, that is an 18. Okay. You are creeping around the uh, corner from like position to position, sort of move, flitting through the shadows. You think you're being stealthy as hell. Uh, the rest so of your friends have completely lost track of you. Um, that is going to bring us to Jet, who, uh, can't really get to any of these fuckers. Um, so he's going to maintain position, take up a, use the dodge action. So if anything tries to come at him, it will be at disadvantage. Um, that brings us to Sid, with Tears on deck. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to, um, so the tunnel that this cobalt, that the junk shaman crawled into is it how high off the ground is that about, it's below where i'm at it's below where you're at it's only about five feet off the ground and down to the right cool i want to like leap down to i'm basically following to attack okay yeah um so yeah i'd like to leap down okay um, give me that leap that leap acrobatics check yeah sweet um That'd be 17. 17. So, as you land, you come face-to-face -face with another kobold on top of the Junk Shaman. On top? Like, standing literally on top? No, they're standing next to each other. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This they're wearing a trench coat. They're trying to get into an R-rated movie. <laughs> this kobold is humongous. Oh. Like, you would almost confuse it with a dragonborn. The difference is that it is covered in vaguely translucent white scales and it has no eyes and it lets out a roar as you land cool uh i'd like to stab the junk shaman okay so you want to move past the swolewald and go for the junk shaman um oh because he's standing in front of him yeah um meat shield can i i mean i can go around um to stab so long as you're not leaving his threatened space, you are not provoking an opportunity attack. So, so long okay, as you leave yourself exposed to this gigantic kobold, uh, you're fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and how much of my movement was taken up by jumping down? Probably 15 feet. 15 feet. Um, you have to move another 10 feet to get to the junk shaman. Yeah, so I don't. I'd only have five feet left in that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, yeah, I want to go and attack, and then I want to disengage like five feet back away from the immediate range of this thing is my is my goal. Okay. Get in there. Cool. Uh, dirty 20. Alright, that is a hit. You do not get your sneak attack, though. Nope. That's okay. That's fine. Nine. Uh, 12 damage. Ooh, doggy. Alright, it's not looking nice. good, but it is still kicking. Um, and then I, yeah, I'd like to get out of range with a disengage and move the rest of my five feet. Okay. Um, are you disengaging with the big feller, too? Uh, yes. Okay, so you're sort of, like, stepping away from both of them with getting your back up against this cave wall um, with both of the kobolds in front of you, the swolebold on your left, and the junk shaman on your right. Yeah, that's fine. Alright, so that brings us to Tirza. I still can't see anything. <laughs> um, The only thing you can, let's see, from where you are, um... Yeah, in fact, you can see even less now that you've moved across the room to the passage yep. where the stairs are. Yep. Um, I am going to pop my shields on my back if I can, and can I... That's my action, right? Stowing gear is, like, would be part of your action, yeah. You could probably okay. do something else where your gear is concerned. Can I take out and light a torch, or would that be... Or can I just take it out? You could probably take out a torch. Lighting a torch is an involved process if you don't have any magic. That, you know, lights stuff on fire. I have a tinderbox. Yeah, so um, you would also have to get that out, and then take yeah, out your oh flint and God. tinder, and start striking no. it and try to light your torch. Yeah, is right it a magic tinderbox? Yeah, swipe left and right for fire. <laughs> It's not just a Zippo brand tinderbox. It really isn't. <laughs> um, no, Tirza couldn't get one of those because she's not eighteen. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I'm gonna just fuck it. God damn it. Um. This is the price you pay for she playing is as a also, human. She, I know, she is also swearing, but it's like silly, dumb snake-themed swears. I can't think of one right now, but they're serpent's dumb. tongue, blood yeah. venom. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Screw it. I'll just. Uh, I'll just dash back. Okay. You to get where to I... where Cherish and Jet are in the center of the room. And I'm mad. Oh, um, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> bad guys. Junk Shaman is going to give Sid a what for. Uh, they'll whip their staff around, and the flames at the top of it will like glow with an intensity, and then they'll just whip a big stream of fire towards your face with this flame jet. That is going to be a 15 to hit. Uh, I nimbly dodge out of the way. All right, a splash of fire hits the back wall of where you are. The Swolbald is going to let out a roar and thunder towards you with its huge, meaty 
fists and attempt to just slam you into the back of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's not a great roll, though. Uh, that is going to be a 14 to hit? Nope. Okay, so you dodge out of the way of this as well, and when its fists smash into the wall behind you, the stone cracks. Talk about the splitting headache. And its its huge jaws will snap towards you, its eyeless face staring directly at you. Hi. Uh, The (laughs) other kobolds down low will surge forward. Some of them with slings, some of them with stabby pointed daggers. They will all begin rushing towards the center of the room where Jet, uh, Tirza, and Cherish are. Uh, there are a total of six of them, so each of you get two. Um, uh, both Jet and Cherish and I actually have plus two to our saving throws. Good to know. Uh, that will <laughs> definitely come in handy. Standing um, by me. Yes. Stand by me. Uh, first things first, let's take care of the insect swarm that is still on top of Cherish. Um, that is going to be an 18 for Nibbly Hits. Yeah. Alright. Nibbly Hits. It's going to be... Uh, that is 7 poison damage. Oh, god damn it. Actually, I'm sorry, it is piercing damage. I mean, it still sucks. Yeah. Uh, then the kobolds will attack. Uh, each of you get one with a knife and one with a sling. Though those slings might have some uh, odd <laughs> things in them. Um, let's yeah, like see. Fucking bugs. Or poop. Jet. That out there. Oh, better not be poop. <laughs> oh wow! Jet just dominates these guys. Um, mostly because they have disadvantage on these attack rolls. Um, because he took the dodge action. None of them rolled better than a two. One of them, in fact, botches. <laughs> uh, you see one of them with a sling, like, whirling it around, and then the sling will snap preemptively and just smash a jar in its face. <laughs> and oh, no! It will let out a scream and fall backwards. You're not quite sure what happened to it. Um, that was the one filled with bees. No, that was the poo one. <laughs> you definitely hear, like, a glorp sound. You don't know what that means. Uh, oh god, it's probably acid or something. Uh, let's see, the next ones are coming for Tirza. Give you a little bit of stabby-stabby with this dagger here. Oh, with a natural 20! Oh my! Natural 20! So, what is the... Wow, this this crit is very underwhelming. Um, <laughs> yeah, on, on a critical dagger stab, it deals ten damage. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And the one with the sling, um, I'm guessing a nine is not going to hit, especially considering you you just got some improved armor there. Uh, last but not least, coming for cherish the squish. Stabby knives are going to come in for 18 versus AC. Yeah, that hits. All right. Uh, can I impose disadvantage with my reaction? Uh, because of defender fighting style? Yeah. 
All right, yeah. Protection fighting style. Sure. Let's disadvantage that roll. Ooh, that makes it a 13 versus your AC. Oh, my God. It doesn't hit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. No stabby damage Thank for you. You're welcome. Thank Andrew Jinny. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and I'm guessing an 11 does not hit either. No. All right. So behind you, you hear a pot breaking, and there is a uh, a low, like, sound. You're not quite sure what happened, but it sounded gross. I hate all of this. <laughs> uh, that is going to bring us to Cherish. You're covered in centipedes. Uh, still covered in centipedes. Um, like, obviously I would have to spend this, if I wanted to get these centipedes off me, I would have to spend this turn getting the centipedes off of me. Yes. Yeah. Now, how um, you go about doing that is open to I creative interpretation. Don't know. Uh, ooh, I actually have an idea. I love ideas. Um, I do too. I love ideas. Um, so one of the things you can do with prestidigitation is cause a harmless sensory effect to one of the five senses. Can I? Can one? Can like it would like a static shock be? count as that can i just kind of like zap these bugs off me like it doesn't I, I don't i don't have to kill them i just want them to like not be on me anymore i'm going to give them a constitution saving throw and see what happens okay um hmm. get stronger <laughs> no um so they almost in unison I only make them mad leap off of your body and land on the cobalt right in front of you. <laughs> that was a bot. That was a bot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Great. oh, you're trying to stab me? Here's your stupid fucking bugs back. <laughs> you piece of shit. This this is Cherish is be gonna become a cobalt legend, like the girl who can control the bugs. <laughs> And as you are all fighting pell-mell in the center, you can see the, the pale features of these kobolds with their strange eyeless heads. Um, okay, that was the... Uh, so that was that your was turn, good. Cherish? Yeah, do you yeah. want to yeah. move at all? No. Okay. Uh, that, it's I like having this disadva disadvantage in post. Those acts against me. Uh, Grawl, you are at the mouth of the cave with the Swobald and the Junk Shaman. Okay, so if I decide to attack, I'm attacking from stealth, so I get advantage on that? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Assuming you attack the Swobald, it would be really tough to rush past him and attack the Junk Shaman. Oh, no. no without I'm being noticed? Okay. Yeah. Um, but first, uh, I'm gonna hit him with a, uh, a, uh, a Wrathful Smite. Okay. So, yeah, I want well, this thing... Wrathful Smite will go off whenever you hit with your next melee attack, I believe. Okay, cool. If Fantastic. I, if I'm remembering Wrathful Smite correctly. Yep, yep, the next time you hit with a melee. Yeah. So, here we go. Let's attack. Attack one is not good. That's a 15. 15 still hits. Okay, cool. It is not heavily armored. In fact, its armor is like weird iron patches that are sort of strung onto it with literal pieces of rope and string. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, that is... 
Uh, 13 damage for attack 13 one. 13 damage, very nice. And then attack two. Ooh, that's much better. Uh, that is a ba, 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 23. 23 still hits. Great. Cool. And that is 10 damage. 10 damage, all right. Anything else you would like to do in your turn? I believe you still have a bonus action, a little bit of movement if you wanted it. Um, well, I, uh, the Wrathful Smite was my bonus action. Ah, yes. Yeah, so. Which, that would have gone off, yes? Yeah, so I get to do 1d6 extra psychic damage. Oh, very good. Uh, which is a 5. All right. And I believe, yes, additionally, if the target is a creature, it must make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened mm -hmm. of you. Ooh. Please fear me, Swobold. <laughs> it's wisdom. What is the DC on this? Uh, 14. 14. Ah, it got a 12. Yeah! Right. Swobold is full of fear. Nice. This strange other pale creature that leapt up out of the darkness. I'm the pale one. <laughs> uh, that will bring us to Jet, uh, who is not going to be having any of this little bugger in front of him, unless, you know, Jet rolls a two on his attack, in which case he'll be... Oh, buddy. Oh, these pale things are kind of freaking me out! Yeah. Uh, that will bring us to Sid. Sid All right! Grawl has uh, erupted out of the darkness. Perfect. Uh, I will pause my uh, uh, volley of attacks against the uh, the junk shaman, and I'll take this uh, opportunity to also attack the swobold. All right. Oh, Tears, yes. you are on deck. Mm-hmm. Good thing it has a low AC. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen will hit. Okay. Cool. Whew. Um, no sneak attacks, unfortunately. Aren't we flanking? Not really. No? Did you roll no. that attack with advantage? I did. Oh. Um, yeah, because yeah, Grawl sort of lunged in from the side, and it's directly in front of you, so you're not exactly, like, flanking-flanking. Is there um, any way I could, like, move to get flanking or is that is that just not going to be a possibility it totally is if you want to blow your bonus action to disengage and run around it yeah i'd like to do that okay totally yeah cool now uh, you've got sneak attack no, nah you're okay. a tackle let the attack roll stay okay okay yeah right oh boy it's not um Oh, it's only 20 damage instead of 8 million. It's 17. <laughs> oh, God. Can shirking your duties as a rogue. What's going on here? Yeah. I did more than you. What's up with that? All right. Uh, Sid, are you going to be moving elsewhere at all? No, I'm going to stay right here. Okay. That will bring us to Tirza. Hey, so... Uh, I'm going to hit this dagger boy. Alright, smash away. Uh, earlier I said uh, couture. I meant avant-garde. I oh always my. get those two mixed up. I, I just didn't want anyone to start yeah, uh, to, on so Twitter to get... <laughs> mm -hmm. I was going to wait till after we finish recording. 
to say something because I didn't want to interrupt. But... Tears, what do you have for attack rolls? Um, so my first one was a eight plus five is 13. 13 will hit. Oh, hell yeah. These cool. are not very tough. Um, well, then I would like to use um, Divine Smite as well. Okay. What's your level of Divine Smite? Uh, just first level. Okay. That is... 10 damage. Alright. Uh, wait, 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 wait. 12 damage, sorry. 12 damage. Alright, this thing pops like a melon. Oh, <laughs> there is a, a a tremendous splorch in front of you. Mm, splorch. My favorite onomatopoeia. <laughs> it's a good one. It's awful. It's very telling. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do? Um. There are two other kobolds in your immediate vicinity and three others out in the darkness whipping stuff at all of you. I cannot see where those are. This is true. Um, yeah. Was that my first attack? That Holy was crap. First attack. It was. I'd like to uh, get the one right in front of Cherish, right. too. It is also covered in bugs. Oh. <laughs> covered in bugs? Good. Fuck him up. <laughs> Give me awesome. an attack. Awesome. Uh, 14. 14 will hit. Okay. Uh, that's three damage. Alright. A little bit of three. Didn't like that, but it's not overly concerned. Though the bugs are definitely a concern. Um, are you... Is that going to be all for you? Uh, yep. That's oh. it for me. Alright. So, now it is bugs' turn, and they deal a whopping five. <laughs> so, this kobold goes down under the centipedes, going, ah! As is being bitten to death. Nice. Poor, poor kobolds. Um, mm. The one no, left with a knife will look around and kind of panic. It'll tumble backwards, go onto its backpack where it pulls out what looks like a loose wicker cage and smash it on the ground. I need everyone within 20 feet, which is basically just Cherish, Jet, and Tirza, to make a... Ba -da -ba -da -ba. Constitution saving throw. And we have plus two to those? Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. I got a... 23. Okay. This is the one with bees. I rolled a d8, so that's not... Yeah. That doesn't even... Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um... But I still got bad. I rolled a 10. Well, thankfully, what you needed is a 9. So, <gasps> uh, and Jet got a 25. Um, yeah, Jet. Well, with the Paladin bonus, it sort of helps. Um, yeah. But uh, what you see is this wicker cage collapsed to the ground. And this black and white furry creature let out a... <laughs> and then a... <laughs> out of its rear section as this skunk skunks. Oh, God. I saw one of those last night. Uh, they hobble weird. Yeah, and thankfully you all managed to just 
as this thing begins skunking. Uh, otherwise, it'd be real awesome. bad. Uh, the kobold actually needs to make a constitution saving throw as well, and it makes it. Okay, it's fine. Um, and then the skunk will scamper off into the darkness. Aww. What is it? Is you, have to, you have to take a bath in, like, tomato juice or whatever. Uh, let's see. The other kobolds out in the darkness will begin uh, whipping slings. That is going to be a 12. Is not going to hit Jet. A 15. Does that hit you, Cherish? Yeah. And for Tirza, that is a 20. A dirty 20, but... Um, Alright, so... What Why couldn't is... I have gotten Jets? <laughs> 12 doesn't hit me either. Huh? Um, Alright, so... That is... Uh, Cherish, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, okay. You have plus two. Yeah, so I got a 16. All right. Well, oh wait, uh, well I got a 17. Yeah. Okay. So, you are struck with a pot of alchemist fire for five fire damage, but you do not catch flame. Okay. Uh, and that's, uh, three damage? Yep, round it up. Um, Cherish, what... No, what is hitting Tirza? Let us roll and find out. It is a seven, which makes it... Oh my, okay. Um, I'm so mad. A small wicker container explodes on your head, and a large scorpion uh, is now clattering around (gasps) your head and neck. Ah! Did you say large scorpion? It's like the size of a cat. Oh god! No! No! No, I hey. absolutely. Uh-uh. You know what they say: the larger the scorpion, the less poisonous, less poisonous. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still gonna stab you in the face with yeah. a giant yeah. stinger, though. And, and it just crit doing that, so you're gonna get a, a stinger right in the <laughs> right in the cheek. It's gonna come in. Oh, oh you know what? Good thing I'm gonna tear this in half with my bare hands. <laughs> and it deals you have bare hands? eight piercing damage into your face. Oh, that's not too so bad. Yeah, no, it's not so bad. Uh, Whose idea was it to come up this way again? <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> that is going to bring us to Cherish. Actually, no, uh, uh, I forgot the Soulbald and the Junk Shaman. Soulbald yeah, right. is terrified of Grawl, so it can't attack him, but it will attempt to attack Sid. <gasps> oh, that's a botch. Oh, oh. He tears the shaman's head off? No, that's only an 11%, so it's just a real bad mess. He punches himself right in the face. (laughs) The junk shaman's in a bad way, though. Um, hmm. Yeah, he's going to go scampering off down the tunnel. He's just going to flee. I assume Grawl and I are not close enough for opportunity attacks. Um, I, a, I think I have a swobold between yeah. me and then... Actually, Sid, because you repositioned Sid. yourself, um, that's sort of what made the Junk Shaman flee. You do get an opportunity attack against this thing as it flees oh, away. Nice. You can get a quick slash at it. Uh, 17? 17 will hit. Cool. Uh, no sneak attack. No, sir. It's okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, 11 damage. Alright, it goes down as this quick slash ah! is flicked out, and it just, like, tumbles to the ground. 
Nice. Yeah, it was on its last legs there. Um, and Swobald already... Um, yeah. Did Swobald attack yet? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it did, because it botched. Um, yeah. That brings us to Cherish. I'm going to cast Firebolt at one of the Sling Cobalt. Alright, the same one you attacked before? Uh, yes. Alright. That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 is going to hit. And that is... Oh, that is a 9, 9, 10. 13 damage. Alright, that is a Kentucky Fried Cobalt right there. Uh, it is super dead. Yeah. Um, anything else? Staying where you are? I'm going to stay where I am. Alright. Brings it back to the top with Grawl. Yes. Um, okay. Um... How does how does Swobold look? Uh not great, but still he's a, he's, he's a beefy beefy Steel. boy. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a big okay, big blind boy. Jacked. Um, so jacked. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna swing away at this giant lizard man thing. Yeah, do it. Attack one. Uh, that is a twenty-two. Twenty-two will hit. Okay, for uh. 11 damage. 11. And then attack 2 is going to be a 17. 17 will still hit. For uh, 10 damage. Swobald goes down under these brutal, just smashing blows with this great sword. Its meaty body breaking and shattering in horrible, weird ways as it just falls to the ground with a uh, large... <clears throat> Perfect. That will bring us to unless you want to move it all. Um how far into like this little tunnel are we? I like five feet in. Five feet? Okay. I'm I'm just gonna turn around and like move back to the, the mouth. Okay. Uh you see that there is a uh pair of kobolds like just inside this cave, like basically like five feet in front of you that have been just whipping shit at the uh people. In the center of this place. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. I can't really do anything to them. Hmm, that's weird that you had two attacks. I just did two attacks yeah. on a kobold. That's why he's dead. Oh, I thought you only did one. My bad. Oh, no. I get to attack twice as the one action. Correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't... Dang it. Okay. Uh, you... Yep, that, that'll... That'll are you be running it. up, or are you just, just staying? I'll stay here for now. Okay. Uh, Jet will lumber forward, uh, bring his hammer around with a quick spin above his head, and then just smash it down on the kobold that released the skunk, and there will be a an almighty, just like Gallagher-esque spray from out beneath the hammer's head. Nice. Uh, that will bring us to Sid with tears mm. on deck. Uh, okay, so the, uh, at the entrance of the tunnel, there's two of them standing there whipping... Kind of just Did past they... the entrance of the tunnel. They are not super aware of your presence. Eh, that's what I was looking for. Um, yeah, I'm <laughs> run up behind these fools. Uh, okay, and say hello. Uh, sure. Um, Is that how they said hello? Right into their backs. <laughs> uh huh. That's the old-fashioned way of saying hello. Sure. <laughs> they had the, hello hadn't been invented yet, so mm. it was just death. The streets of Stormhaven are rough. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't even know if someone was there if they weren't stabbing you in the back. That's true. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, 16? 16 will hit. Okay. 
Um, yeah. Am I getting sneak attack? What is the lowest damage you could possibly do? If you rolled a uh, one on everything with the sneak attack. Okay, for a... Uh, I would do 11 damage. Okay. Please roll me sneak attack and don't roll all ones. Okay. That is all I need from you. I did not do that. Okay. Uh, you <laughs> shish kebab one of these kobolds. That will bring us to Tirza. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna drop my warhammer and just try to rip this cat-sized scorpion <laughs> off my face. Okay. Um, do uh, I have to do anything to do that, or can I just do it, whip check. it on the ground? Cool. Yeah, um, three? So, Cherish and Jet see Tirza dancing around with just, like, hands grabbing this really, like, shiny black obsidian scorpion clutching their face. Awesome. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, can I can I just whip it onto the ground? No, it's pretty much attached to your face. You oh, rolled a three, Jesus my dude. Christ! <laughs> oh my god! Oh Is no, it... no, no! I rolled a twenty-three. Oh, oh. twenty-three. Okay. You cut out. That's why. Okay. All right. Yes, you uh. s you whip it onto the ground, and there's a a crunch as its carapace breaks. Nice. Okay. It's your dad making fun of you. Yeah, he super is. <laughs> Good. That... Good dadding right there. Okay, that'll be Tears' turn. That brings us to the last kobold uh, who sees his buddy get skewered right next to him, and he is going to just disengage and flee. Damn it. Uh, that brings us to Cherish. You see this last kobold fleeing. Uh, it only makes it about 30 feet, though. It's still within sight. Where is it fleeing towards? It seems to be moving up towards one of the caves, so it's like scrambling up the wall right now. Oh, that's weird. Um. Well, it figures you can't get up there that easily. Mm, that's true. I can cast magic, though, so I'm going to cast Firebolt at it. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. 16 will hit. Uh, that is a 11. 11. Yeah. All right. This thing is crisping and just like really, really hurt, but it's not quite dead. Did it fall off the wall? Uh, let us see. No, it is continuing to Dang climb. It. Uh, that will bring us to Grawl. There is a kobold that scampered right past you, uh, moving up the wall behind you. Great. Cool. Um... How far up the wall is he? About 10, 15 10 feet. feet. 15 feet? Okay. Uh, well, uh, I think Eldritch Blast is in order. Okay. Um, so let's roll me one of those. Where did it go? Ooh, that's not good. That's probably not going to hit this fool. Um, nine. Nine will not hit. Okay. Well, I, I kind of tried. Um... You do have that second bolt of Eldritch Blast. Oh, shit. That's right. That's hey, not going to do a whole lot either, because that is a 12. 12, in fact, hits. Oh, okay. 
Well, how about that? Cobalts no. do not have high AC. Yay! Okay, what do you tell Ha! Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, that's a that's a one. It's a one for damage. Well, that is what you needed. Um, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. It uh, up real good. Its yeah. body stiffens and it just thump, falls backwards and hits the ground. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> yep. So, as the dust settles and the the distant sound of scrabbling of the uh, actually none of the kobolds made it away. Way to go, guys. Yep. Um, hey. So yeah, there's no distant sounds other than uh, the low rush of wind through tunnels as you all catch your breath for a long moment. Uh, there's just silence, which is broken eventually when Jet says, Dang, y'all are strong. And I think it is there that we will take our break because I did, was not expecting straight-up combat within the first ten minutes of this. So, um, <laughs> But when we return, we will find out what happens deeper in the depths of the Sun Pass Tower. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about a very special magical item from the Turnwise collection of semi-practical magical items. It is Oswald's Wand of the Written Word. The Turnwise collection, of course, contains items that may or may not be useful upon your adventures, as most of them do not deal any direct types of damage, or do anything dangerous, really. Kind of boring, if you ask me. But, for one time only, this particular wand is on sale. Holding ten charges, this wand can cast a series of spells, if using those charges appropriately. For one charge, you can cast Illusory Script. For four charges, you can cast the Skyrite spell. And for six charges, you can cast Glyph of Warding. Now this spell can be very useful and a little bit dangerous, so that is why it costs so much. But here is the tricky bit. Normally, most magical items that use charges will regain those charges if left alone for a little while. This wand, however, will only regain its charges... 1d8 plus 2, to be precise, if left in an inkwell for 8 hours straight. Weird, I know, but look, I am not one to judge Mr. Turn... I'm sorry, Wizard Turnwise in any of his magical item creations. This item, and all of its limited glory, can be yours for a mere 278 gold. Any takers? Come on, you know you want to write some stuff. You'll be writing magical stuff. Okay, well, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had just finished a harrowing fight that started with the furniture and ended with a swobald. But yeah. after the dust has settled and your foes lie broken and dead at your feet, you are left in this dark cylindrical chamber with Jet, very impressed by your magical and martial prowess. We're a pretty big deal. And that is becoming apparent. Uh, mm. Jet is definitely looking over at you, Cherish, with sort of like a, a dumbfounded, just like, dying. Yep. So, uh, All right. th th that's magic, 
then with the fire and yeah i mean we use magic to fly in here yeah well well sure but that didn't exactly have any kind of well that was just like a, a flying girl with in armor it wasn't exactly like visually arresting as it were as you know hurling fire from your i'm just gonna stop talking now that's um, probably for the best yeah. I, I i understand what you mean though I'm gonna uh, swig a health potion. I have twelve hit points. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Where do we want to head now? I think you had that entire fight. I'm really happy about that. Jet will yeah. nod ahead back towards the tunnel you were initially heading towards and say, "Well, that way leads to the stairs going down to the the training hall." Okay. Right. We should go there. Yeah. I'm gonna swig another health potion. All right. Um, I, I warn you. Uh, when I when I fled from there, that's where they had. Uh, that's where that's where the sand pit is. It's kind of like a big training arena that we use for testing our skills versus monsters that uh, the Edge Masons have captured, and uh, they they thrown Captain Yan in there and they're roughing him up something fierce. I don't know what we're gonna find down there. What kind of monsters do you have here? Oh, all, all sorts. I mean, last I checked, there were... Uh, there was at least one Tlinkali, there was a, a Chimera, there was uh, a few Drakes. I think there was one Wyvern last I saw. Okay. I know what some of those are. Yeah. I'm sure we're fine. Uh, is everybody good to go? Yeah. Yeah? I right. think so. Cool. Uh, let's go. All right. Pressing forward, Jet will lead you towards the larger tunnel that leads to a, what looks like more worked hallway. This hallway is definitely of a finer construction, not just some slightly modified cave system. This is more of a, a worked piece of tunnel that someone has carved out of the rock here. And it leads you to a large spiral staircase cut of stone. You can see just to the right of the staircase as it's winding down, there is a smoothed out section that looks like almost like a slide that is like, running parallel with this spiral staircase. Okay. What's what's the slide for? Oh, uh, you just throw sacks of, like, supplies and stuff, or uh, messages, so like, mail letter bags that get brought in by the flying people, and it, it's a lot quicker than hoofing it all the way down. Where does it go to? Sandpit, I assume. Down. It, it it bottoms out in the the training hall. No, it doesn't. No, the stairs don't lead straight to the sand pit. No, that'd be crazy. All right. Uh, I think we should go down these the slide. Is it like can you can a person sit on it? You could. I mean, it sounds like a it's a lot faster. It would be a lot faster. <laughs> Okay, let's do this. 
Sid, I, I, Sid, I honestly thought that you would be the, the first one to uh, suggest that. I'm to, su- to just going down the slide oh, into the stairs. I thought you meant uh, the first one to to jump in, and then I jump in. <laughs> well, you know, we just Sid's gone. I He's believe gone. Said, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Cherish is like talking and turns back, and Sid's just gone. <laughs> Oh, I okay. That yep, you know it. Yep. And Jet will go. Oh, oh, dang! That's that's not a good idea. <laughs> Why didn't you say something sooner? We just left. I was. I did not say to leap onto the slide. I said it was for shoving sacks of stuff down, not for people. It's well, not what's a good... gonna happen to him? What oh. Willy Wonka literally factory just... horror have we subjected our friends to? I was literally just about to call him Augustus Gloop. That's so funny. <laughs> well, first of all, it's about two hundred feet down from here. He's gonna wear out his pants if nothing else. Second, it ain't exactly subtle when something comes spitting out the bottom of the slide. Well, <laughs> Sid, butt out. <laughs> Gonna need a butt flap. Oh, man. Uh, cool, so Sid's just gone. <laughs> Sid is just, whoo, straight down. I assumed um, everyone was following. Okay. Um, oh, man. How, how far back up the stairs is the, the, the rook? The rookery? Uh, you're at the top of the stairs right now and it is about 40 feet back behind you uh back down a a, a worked tunnel because hmm. i was gonna say like okay i mean we definitely need to we need to just see this we need to see this through but like and maybe for every get... moment you contemplate sid is hurtling down towards the I'm bottom just like, <laughs> we should go get we should at least get like an empty sack to sit on, <laughs> but no. Let's just, you know what? Cherish just hops right on. I'm wearing scale mail. It's fine. Can Cher- I like slide down it on my boots? Uh, I'm gonna need some kind of badass acrobatics check. Yeah, but yeah. and hopefully, hopefully this comes through for me. <laughs> this, this teen wolf slide miles p- upon me. It's a thirteen. You make it about 20 feet and look real impressive, but the minute it starts curving around, you tumble forward, and now you are sliding on your stomach down this slide. Okay. You know what? (laughs) Eh, All right. And Jet leaps in after Cherish. Of course. Uh, Well, I... (laughs) Yes, Grawl? Just curious. Um... You're wearing scale mail. I'm wearing leather. Um, are you just gonna go down, like just as is, just just fine? I, I suppose I'll have to. It seems oh. rather undignified. Yeah, I'm just curious. C- can I borrow your shield for a minute? No. No. And then I'm oh. j- and then I get o- onto oh. the thing and slide down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Grawl, you're left holy al- symbol, dude. <laughs> Alone at the top of the slide slash stairs. Well, um, okay. Um, I look at the great sword, <laughs> and uh, can I turn it into a shield? 
Hmm. Does that count as a weapon? No. Okay. Um, weapons. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna disappear it so it doesn't clash into anything. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get like impaled on my own thing. Mm-hmm. So and yep. then you leap onto the slide. Oh, I'm not leaping. I'm doing like a very slow <laughs> kind of like like very elderly person getting into like a pool for the first time. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh, I was hoping that you were like, no, girl takes the stairs. <laughs> I need oh. everyone to give me constitution saving throws. Okay. Yeah, that tracks. Do I get advantage because I have scale mail? I will say That's yes. Fine, I don't... Any anyone wearing heavy armor uh gets advantage on this roll. Huh? Well, to, I only to sh- save Jet some of his pride. Uh, well, I only got a 13, but I have a plus 4 to that, so that's a 17. Okay. I got a nat 20. Ooh. Nice. Uh, Sid actually manages to work himself up onto his boots. (laughs) Just like... Uh, I got a... 22. Wow, okay. Grawl? Uh, I got a a (laughs) 6. Cool. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Well, Jet well, got a seventeen. You. So, was, thank you for giving me advantage because the first thing I rolled was definitely a three. So, Sid, as you are careening down the slide, you shoot down probably a hundred feet when you start feeling the friction warming your tuchus. And you get your boots out in front of you, and there's this quick hop step as you're, like, suddenly up on your feet and, like, running down this spiral. And then you just start sliding down this polished stone. Hell yeah. I need you to give me an acrobatics check. Okay. I'm gonna use one of my advantages on this one. Okay. Yeah, that's what Stormpiercer was intended to do. I'm so glad we took the slide. (laughs) I'm very glad. I'm glad. I got a dirty 20. Okay, uh, sorry, you, no, sorry, 21. you remain upright. Um, Cherish, you feel <laughs> this very strange sensation as you are descending headfirst down this slide. Um, it's like the worst belly flop. Yeah, it's a continual belly flop. Um <laughs> But it is not actively, like, damaging you on the way down. It's just very okay. uncomfortable. Yeah, can I try to, like, score my way back onto my back? Yeah, you kind of, you manage to roll around onto your back and sort of just, like, navy seal yeah. it, hands crossed. Uh, behind you, you hear Jet go, oh, no! Um... <laughs> Tirza, you were just like throwing up sparks as you're clattering down <laughs> this slide. It's metal as hell. <laughs> yes. Grawl. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, about halfway down, your clothing bunches up and you kind of get turned sideways and you get oh. stuck. Oh. Ow. 
Like, I'm just hanging there, just kind of just... You kind of just, like, bunch up and get stuck halfway down the slide, and you sort of spill out onto the stairs. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, it, this is a sign. This is a sign I'm walking. <laughs> you take, uh, 12 friction damage. Ah, friction damage. 12 oh, stupid hit points. <laughs> Damn it. Should have taken the stairs. <laughs> Sid? Yes? You dramatically pop out the bottom of the slide. And uh, you... Is there anyone down there? Oh, oh, there are so many people down here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there, There is a moment, and you can only see this because you have dark vision, uh, because it is otherwise like very, very dark down here. And you see two more of those swolebalds and several other kobolds turning their heads as you land. <laughs> Hi. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. And they begin leveling weapons at you. Sorry, I thought this was like a like a fun slide. Like, I assumed <laughs> there was like a playpen down here or something. You have they, me all wrong. They, they begin closing in towards you. Um, and I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, that's gonna be 23. Okay. You take a step to the left right in time as Cherish comes barreling out of the slide, <laughs> tumbling to the ground on their butt, scooting to a halt just in front of the slowly advancing kobolds. Oh, I'm so glad you oh. Join me. Hi. Sorry, I thought this was like a fun slide. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a ball pit somewhere out here? There, I thought there was like a... <laughs> Cherish, please give me a dexterity saving throw after you say all yeah. of this. Uh, that is an eight. <laughs> Jet comes crashing down on top of you. Oh, like a meat cute. <laughs> yeah, it's called a pain cute. Take three bludgeoning damage. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> As Jet clatters on top of you, uh, like right before he hits you, he lets it. I no 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 no. Um, and tries. I'm sorry, it was, it was three. <laughs> yes. Okay. Smashes into the ground on top of you, uh, and you're sort of beginning to untangle yourself. And uh, now both of you give me a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, no, that was pretty good. Eleven. All right. Tears on lands on top Funny. of both of you. <laughs> Ta-da! Tirza, your landing is cushioned by <laughs> Cherish oh, and Jet. Though they both take one more bludgeoning damage. Okay. That's, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Grawl, what did you do when you tumbled out onto the stairs? Yeah, no, I took the stairs the rest of the way. I okay. had a really wicked wedgie from that, and it's really just, it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Um, so, yeah. A, a wicked pale kobold uh, will stride towards you. It's got this strange headdress made of uh, weird bioluminescent feathers that are cascading down across its shoulders and back that are 
sort of fed into a horn skull that looks vaguely like a triceratops, but a little bit smaller to fit a, a kobold's frame is resting on top mm-hmm. of its head. And uh, it let out a screech and point at you all and then point over at the pit that's just to your right. And the kobolds will begin, like, pressing forward with spears. Kind of, like, getting you all to, like, get up and move. There are probably 20 kobolds around you. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. I thought it was just, like, a couple. No. Wait, so did I make it all the way down to everyone Not yet. No. Oh. You've, you've got a bit of a trot. <laughs> um, this is going very well. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going into the pit. Yeah, I don't really want to go to the pit either. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say. And Jed is sort of like helping you up and uh, you're all sort of backs against the wall. They're pressing you like either back up the stairs or towards the pit. They've sort of ringed you in that direction. Uh, to give you a sense of the room you're in at the moment, there the stairs emptied out onto from a flat wall. To your right, there is a large pit uh, that is totally circular, the top edge of which is basically touching the wall itself. Uh, Mm -hmm. That is about 15 feet to your right. Ahead of you is this massive big training hall that looks to be taken up by training dummies and fighting mats. There are racks of weapons along the walls. Everything that is lit in here is lit with like the strange bioluminescence cast by kobolds every... Eh, I would say probably every, like, ten of them have these weird headdresses. Okay. Uh, Otherwise, there's just a bunch of cackling little mad lizard things. Um, You do hear the sounds of fighting coming from the pit. And there's, like, shouting and yelling. We can't see into the pit from from this. Mm, You'd have to get closer. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get closer at this point. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, if I were to move 30 feet, would I be able to get all the way through this crowd of kobolds? Mm, no. No. Uh, well, can we... Jet is sort of, like, clutching at his hammer and is like, so what's the play here, guys? What are we doing? And he'll look desperately over at Cherish. Say, Tirza is also looking at Cherish. She's the planner. Um... Anyone here speak so... common? <laughs> Anyone here know of Madison? Um, so wait, so there's like, there's multiple like shaman looking uh, kobolds. Uh, yes, just, like, though none of them have as big of a headdress as the one that is currently shouting at oh. its fellows to okay. uh, get in the hole. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna cast magic missile at that one uh, as a third level spell. Okay. Uh, which means oh, that I get to. It casts Counterspell. Motherfucker. And what does that Its do? staff will begin glowing with this soft red-pink light. And since you cast it at third level, that just means you your spell is countered. 
And that means I don't get that slot anymore. Nope. <sighs> I should have used my careful spell or my subtle spell thing. Yeah. Saw it coming and I was like, nope. And when you try to do that and it has to counter, uh, it will then shout and the kobolds will rush you all. Grawl, it's about this time that you're sauntering down to the bottom of the stairs. Oh, look, more friends. Mm -hmm. This was this was this was a good good idea. I like this one. It's being very sarcastic with everything. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, great, yes. Um, are 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 any of the kobolds talking to each other? Like, uh, they're chattering and shouting. You don't understand the language they're speaking. Okay, okay. I just wanted to check and see. Cherish, Cherish, I can't see anything. Could you help me out with that? Well, uh, yeah, I guess I could cast Dancing Lights. Are you standing and fighting, or are you retreating in either of the directions available to you, which is back up the stairs or into the pit? Those are your options. You can stand right where you are and fight this mob of kobolds, or you can retreat in one of two directions. I mean, they're awfully soft. Yeah, but there's 20 of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what are we doing? I run, and I jump into the pit. Okay. God damn it. Oh, god damn. Remember the slide incident? <laughs> clearly 13 doesn't. seconds ago? I don't want to fight 20 kobolds. I'm... Cherish I'm slowly backs Mem Cherish remembering the slide incident from 13 seconds ago <laughs> doesn't just jump in the pit uh, just I want to take a look into the pit before I get in it there's Sid and there is a wiry looking halfling wielding a great sword uh, fighting a monster you do not recognize what does it look like it is a strange, like, Pac-Man-esque body. Half of its, like, stumpy potato body just opens up with a wide maw of teeth. It's supported by three trunk-like legs, and coming out of its back are these long tentacular appendages with what look like paddles made of meat and teeth coming out of their backs. Nice. Um... Wow, so neither oh, of these options are great. Uh, woof. Uh, Grawl, what are you doing? Um, am I, like, have I made it across, like, the circle of, like, kobolds, like... No, you're it, still at the edge of the stairs. You don't think anyone's noticed you. Oh, okay. I thought the one like headdress shaman dude saw me. No, he said he was approaching. Okay, he was approaching the group, and he's trying oh, to like get okay. them. Thought... He's forcing them into the pit or back up the stairs. You're not sure if anyone's actually noticed you. Okay. Um. Shit. I don't know that. And you just saw Sid leap in the pit. Okay, in the pit, in the pit. Um, there's very clearly like a leader to this, the shaman dude. Seems to be. Okay. Uh Tears what are you doing? Um 
<clears throat> How far away are these kobolds from all of us? They're right in front of you, and they're poking at you with spears. And we're... So, but they're they're hedging us in around both the pit and the stairs at this point? Basically, yeah. Okay. So to your right, there's the lip of the pit. That's about 10, 15 feet away. Directly behind you is the stairs that you just came down, though you came down the slide option. Well, I have a thing I want to do, but I can't do it until everyone else is out of the way. <laughs> well, Sid left in the pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet I'm just is wait. I'm waiting on Jet and Cherish. Looking desperately at Cherish. What are we doing? <sighs> Cherish uh, takes out her quarterstaff and just fucking charges. At the kobolds? Yeah. Okay. And can't counter can't counterspell a stick. <laughs> uh, the the headdressed kobold near the rear of the crowd will let out a sneer and say something in a language you do not understand. Um, and then the kobolds will attack. Uh, so yeah, tears of what you see is uh, Cherish and Jet just charging forward. Awesome. Into a mob uh, I, of kobolds. I'm going to do that as well, but I'm going to kind of. Sp- I'm assuming. Jet is following Cherish. I'm going to kind of split off from them so that we're kind of away from each other. Okay. So, like, if they're fighting one half of the ring, I'm fighting the other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you took the 10 on the left, they took the 10 on the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grawl, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> I, I guess I am. Can I sneak up to, to headdress man? No, he is behind the crowd of kobolds. Right, right. Okay, so that would require sneaking through a crowd of kobolds. Oh, okay. So he's on the like the other side. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Well, uh, it was fun knowing everyone. I'm going back up the stairs. Uh, toodles. Um. <laughs> dude, uh, no, 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 no. Um. God, what can I fucking do? Uh, I'm going to re-summon my, uh, weapon as a crossbow. Okay. Sid, you land in the pit. Mm-hmm. Just in front of you is that weird tentacular stumpy creature f- locked in combat with what looks like a halfling with a greatsword. Yeah. The halfling is beaten and bruised. It looks like he is on his last legs and he is cursing up a sulfurous storm. Uh... I shout out, uh, help has arrived, and then I run up and I try and flank this thing, the halfling. Okay, very easy to do. Uh, and the halfling says, good, maybe it'll choke on you and I can kill it! <laughs> yeah, whatever works, man. Oh, yawn. Uh, okay. Um... Uh, 26. That'll hit. Okay. Um, that's gonna be... 25 damage. Fuck you. Um... And then I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. 
Okay. Uh, the the pit is roughly 5, 10, 35 feet wide. Where are you disengaging to? Away from this thing. Okay, fair enough. Uh, it let out a bit of a shriek, its tentacles kind of like whipping around at you. Um, it seems to be aware of your presence, though you don't know how. It does not have any eyes um, hmm. that you can see, anyway. Uh, that'll bring us to Tirza. You are facing one half of the kobold crowd. Yes. Um, <clears throat> would you say I'm seven and a half feet away from Jet and Tirza, or uh, Jet and Cherish? Uh, you said you like split off and headed towards one half of. So I would say you're probably about ten feet away from them. Excellent. I'm going to cast. Thunder wave into the crowd of kobolds. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. they all have to make Constitution wave. saving throws. Oh, I'm yeah. going to roll all of the dice now. Let's see. Ooh, uh, four of them make it because uh, your okay. DC is 13, yes, or 14. It is 13. Yeah, 13. That's what I thought. Um, so yes, four of them make it. Six of them don't. Uh, cool. Let me just take a look here. Um, so the ones that make it take three damage. The ones that do not take six damage. Um, and the ones that do not make that are pushed ten feet away. So in whatever a, direction, a wave of six kobolds goes flying backwards. Their bodies broken by this thunderous sound. Uh, they land in messy heaps in front of their comrades, who are letting out more growling, draconic shouts and running forward with spears, though they are slightly hurt by that burst as well. Uh, that will bring us to, uh, yes, cherish. So they're from? not speaking, but they're not speaking draconic. They are speaking Draconic. Oh, well then I have been able to understand them. No. Oh, okay. Just kidding. You can read Draconic, you cannot understand spoken Draconic. No, I can. I can speak, I can speak and understand Draconic. Has that ever come up in this campaign? Yeah, because... I swear, I, it did with the Abishai. It was speaking Infernal. Something spoken yeah. draconic, and I know, and I understood it. Was it higher scale? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You've only interacted with weird interdimensional versions of higher scale. Yeah. Yeah. Because and dream higher scale. Yeah. So dreamy. So dreamy. So dreamy. <laughs> um, because with infernal and draconic, I can't write those for read them, but I can speak and understand them. I just don't think you've ever encountered Draconic in this campaign, is my point. But... Okay, well then... But I, I'm just, I just don't understand why I wouldn't be able to understand it if it's spoken. Because it's one of my, like, features that I get with the Draconic origin. I know. Leave it to it's a mystery. They are speaking a version of Draconic that you do not understand. Okay, okay. I mean, that that, that is as much of an explanation as I wanted, because <laughs> as far as I know, I can understand and speak Draconic. Yes. Okay. 
if there is a if there is a deep speech version of draconic that is what they're speaking okay. um so uh tears did the explosion thing that brings us to grawl um how many of ten of them are now laying on the ground uh six of, of them the exploded uh, okay um i'd like to Shoot, shoot some 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 crossbow bolts at the, the Mr. Shaman man. Okay. Person. Because why not? Sure. Um, how far away is he? He is about fifty feet away. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's not good. That is a thirteen. Thirteen is going to hit. Yay. One to ten. Cobalt's half. Very low AC. Okay. Thirteen. Uh, 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 okay. Cherish your on deck, by the way. Okay. Do I still, still get two attacks with the crossbow? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Making sure. Ooh, that's much better. That's much better. That is a twenty-one. Twenty-one will hit. Great. Cool. It didn't need to be much better. It was still a hit. Hey. <laughs> Makes him feel good. I know. It, it, yeah, yeah. I like rolling well. Um, and that is a 10. 10, all right. That is going to bring us to Cherish. I hit one with my stick. All right. Stick away. That is a 18. 18 will hit. Only right. stick damage. I've never rolled this ever. Are you using it with one hand or two hands? Two hands. All right. Three. So one d eight. Oh, oh! I wrote down the wrong damage dice. I believe for a quarter staff is one d six if it's one handed, one d eight if it's two handed. I'm almost sure. I don't actually know for off the top of my head. Googling. Uh, Power of the Google. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I was gonna do that. Uh, that is six damage. All right, you crack the skull of a kobold; it dies. Oh, uh, well, so, yeah, I guess seven because I forgot to add the one. It's still really it's dead. It's still dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just for for my own sake, like, don't forget next time. All right, uh, Jet will smash another kobold as well. Uh, I rolled off screen for that one. They get the attack off, and they do enough damage to kill a measly kobold. Again, these are all the like pale scaled eyeless things though these ones are far less armored they're only basically carrying sharpened sticks um mm -hmm. to uh, challenge you with uh, that will bring us to the kobolds though and there are let's see um 14 of them left uh and they will surge in and begin to attack let's see um so, Cherish is taking two hits, Tirza is going to be taking a hit, and Jet is going to be taking three hits. So, for Tirza, we have... That is a whopping four piercing damage. I took 12 damage from a slide. 
Yeah, well. Because wow. you did it real bad. You did it. You just done slid real bad. Y'all, y'all jumped in face first, and you're like, oh, it's fine. Roll better. Um, <laughs> Cherish, you're taking six piercing damage. Okay. And Jet is taking... Oh, no. It's taking 14. <gasps> Oof. All right. Sid, that big lumbering monster will wheel around, and it seems to be, like, kind of backing up towards you. It's butt sort of just like looming up in front of you, and a couple of the tentacles will lash out at you. Um, it will try to tentacle you, and it will also try to tentacle the uh, Captain Yon, as it's all of its tentacles lash out. Uh, one of the tentacles is a real bad miss. I'm guessing a eight doesn't hit. No. No. Oh no! Sid took off all of his clothes and armor. <laughs> it's weird. He just he jumped in the pit and just got naked, like mid air. Just uh-huh. he thought it was a different type of pit. Okay, yeah. but a, a twenty one is probably going to hit. Yeah, that's gonna hit. All right, I need you to make a strength saving throw. That's a 13. All right, 13 is actually exactly what you needed. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. It is going to deal four bludgeoning damage Ouchie. and eight piercing damage. So Ew. 12 total. Uh, because the weird paddles it's got are like these serrated, knifey things on its tentacles. Um, could I half that? Sure. Half it sure. down to six. Uh, and you are not grabbed by it, which is very good. Yeah. Uh... Captain Yon, let's see if he does get hit, and he does avoid the grapple as well. And he's going to be taking, ooh boy, quite a bit more. And he was already not looking great. Yeah. All right, so that will bring us to Captain Yon. Um, he will make some attacks with his greatsword. Watching him fight is really upsetting, Sid. <laughs> Because your whole, like, existence in terms of learning how to fight has been through precision and training these last few years. Yeah. This guy begins to run forward and, like, basically it's only the momentum of his movement that's letting him swing this big of a sword. Hell yeah. So he's rolling at disadvantage on all of his attack rolls. Uh, But he still has a plus 12 to hit. For reasons. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, boy. This guy is the best. Okay. I love him. He's not. He's really not. Um, the power of a positive attitude. Yeah. That's all he's got going for him. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he will slice in uh, for a, a good old-fashioned hit on this thing and deal... Uh, plus eight is... Yeah. Quite a bit. Um... Are we flanking? Yes. Okay. Um, He does not give a shit about flanking, though. Yeah, that's Um, fine. It would make his disadvantage just even out into a regular roll, but all right. (laughs) All right, this thing's looking pretty messed up. This fight's already been long and drawn out, and he's just like, uh, Just keep it where it is, lad! I'll finish it off! And that will bring us to you, Sid. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to attack his thing. Ooh, actually, I'm sorry. I forgot the lizard wizard. Oh. Um, so the lizard. Lizard wizard. Lizard. <laughs> lizard. Grawl, Cherish, Jet, and Tirza, I need you to make dexterity saving throws. Oh. I'm good at. Can't it be like a charisma saving throw? Because <laughs> it's not. There's no cat fighting in this game. <laughs> Is that a good facial expression you're making? Okay. What do we got? Twenty-two. Oh. I'm eleven. Eleven. I got an at twenty plus two extra. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You want to share some of that? Share the load. Share, share the load. load. <laughs> Thank you. For doing that. The Cherish. What did you roll? Uh, I got a fourteen. Okay. Uh, so everyone who got a fourteen or better is only oh taking half damage as this oh thing God. casts Fireball. A lot of the kobolds uh, that were just in front of you are just toast. Um, oh, well, that's something. But, uh... They also might be so, toast. those of you who made the save are taking 11 fire damage. 11? 11. Okay. Those of you who did not make the save, Rawl... Uh, Am I still up the stairs, though? You are at the bottom of the stairs. And fire oh. tends to explode. Okay. I didn't realize I was at the bottom of the stairs. I mean, how else would you have been firing at the kobolds? The stairs From just up, go up the in... Stairs? Well, the stairs are just, like, up in solid stone. Oh, okay. I didn't... Yeah, I'm... Right. Um, 22 fire damage. Great! Lovely! Got a whole 14 HP left, which is, like, all of Cherish's health normally. Yeah, yeah so I was gonna say, hun, I was gonna say, hun, I got four. Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> Sid, we're over to you. Okay. Uh, attack this tentacly bastard. Good old bastard. I wish I had a 14. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 25. That'll hit. Okay. Am I still flanking with what's his face? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, 28 damage. Okay, okay, Jesus okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's not looking good. You snickersnack slice off one of its tentacles. Sweet. Did not like that at all. Anything else? Staying where you are? Uh, yes. Okay. Making it easier for the monster. Um... That will bring us over to Tirza. Yeah, how many kobolds are left? Plus lizard wizard, of course. Roughly ten normal kobolds and uh, lizard wizard. And where are they arranged in relation to me and also lizard wizard? Uh, there are like three of them about 15 feet away from you, uh, between you and the lizard wizard. I would like to cast Storm Strike. Storm Strike. Storm at the Lizard strike. Wizard. 
Okay, well, this is going to require a uh, javelin attack first, if I am not mistaken. Uh, actually, I can use anything, because I am a thrown weapons master, so I'm going to whip my warhammer at it. Okay, yes. fair enough. Still going to yes. need a ranged attack. Yep. <laughs> We're just getting ready for the flavor. That's mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. All right, Thorina, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. Um, well, that's not great. That's a 13. 13 still hits. It's a cobalt oh. wizard. Oh, good. It's a wizard. So. Uh, that means it has that... disadvantage on the saving throw? Dex yeah, on the dex saving. So, one of those rolls was a natural 20. The other was a 5. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, one of those would have done really well, but. <laughs> so I believe it is two D ten plus your paladin level in damage. It, it sure is. Plus your um, hammer damage. The yeah. damage, as it were. He beat me to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Always be dadding. Always. <laughs> so that'll be one D eight plus your strength modifier. Yes. For the hammer damage. Um, I was doing it the other way around. My storm, sorry, my storm strike damage is 21. Okay. And my hammage is three. Okay. Oh, um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, this lizard wizard's not looking great, and the two kobolds that were in front of it that didn't manage to make their dexterity saving throws get cooked. Yeah. So, Just you have successfully hit three creatures with lightning damage in one turn, so you may mark one bit up your ascension track for the scales of Adranjinyi. Awesome. Woo! Alright. They kind of glitter, just slightly. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> dad Virginia. Oh, God, I love this. Snake so, dad. that will bring us to Grawl. Dad Virginia. No. <laughs> yes, it's happening. Snake Daddy. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, everyone, we have to stop the podcast. Oh, uh, now we have to... Uh, Oh, we probably already have the explicit tag on. Oh yeah, every episode. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. yes. For, it's like extra now. There's yeah. like yeah. two of them now somehow. <laughs> no, now it's got the the not safe for work tag too. <laughs> yeah. Not safe for life. Um, <laughs> Grawl, what are you doing? Um, how many dudes are left? There oh, are fourteen down. There to... are roughly eight kobolds left. Plus the lizard wizard is still standing. Okay. Though um, there is a very clear track to the lizard wizard now. Yeah, um, I'm really not a big fan of lizard wizard, given the fact that he kind of partially cooked me. Mm -hmm. um, so how far away is he? He is about 50 feet away. 50 feet. Okay, well, I'll just, uh, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, come on, crossbow. Attack. Oh, I can't see what that is. That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 is going to hit. Okay, so attack one is... Ooh, ha ha ha. That is going to be a 14. All right. 
the bow shot twangs out the the dark metal of this crossbow you're like holding up against your shoulder lets out this crackling brown green energy this tiny little explosion of moths out from where the string snaps the arrow plants itself into the center mass of this creature it'll let it like and then like this viscous green blood will eject from its mouth hell yeah nice uh, and then it'll just, like, fall over, dead, collapse. Uh, the kobolds around it will panic. Perfect. Excellent. Um, and that leaves... Uh, seven. Oh, that, oh, so, yeah, it was eight and lizard wizard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, weren't there two swobolds? Uh, they, uh, yes. Yes, there were. Okay. <laughs> they got cooked. <laughs> they kind of got cooked. Oh, uh, okay. So are they are they gone? I'm just trying to figure out. Like, yeah, they, they are. They're singy messes on the ground. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's great. That's, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go after like just work my way down the line. Then uh, next in line, uh, okay. we'll shoot a shoot some at him. Let's see. Uh, that's going to be a 19. That'll hit. Groovy. For uh, 13 damage. It's dead. Fantastic. Oh, <laughs> so it's it's. Good. I'm liking this crossbow stuff. This is All good. right, this cherish. Um, whap. Whap away. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen will hit. And uh, eight damage. Crack. Just crack another one across. Uh, and Jet will lunge forward with you and just smash one into the ground. Uh, the two Hell of yeah. you cutting a bit of a swath together. Uh, the kobolds just in front of you will then turn tail and flee. Uh, nice. When they see their, their shaman wizard go down, they will let out screams and begin fleeing. Uh, the chattering cries um, will be responded to by more chattering cries from a large hallway leading to the south across the sand pit that you can see. And from that hall, you see more kobolds pouring into the room. Word. And that brings us to which is dead. Uh Jan is going to try to leap up onto this thing and headbutt it. Like oh my god. Stupid motherfucker. You know, I like his style. He leaps straight into its mouth. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Botched on his acrobatics check to leap onto it. Did he take his sword with him? Oh, yeah. One job. Okay, no, that's fine. He's gonna Hercules it from the inside. It's fine. I was, like, banking on him killing this thing. (laughs) Not so. Uh, yep, that's his turn. (laughs) He just looks straight into its mouth. (laughs) He eats himself straight into the mouth. Uh, and this, uh, it will chew a little bit. Yeah. And deal some damage. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Is he... No, he's not dead yet. Okay. (laughs) How? Oh my god. (laughs) I don't even care at this point. He's so small, he fits... He's wedged between two teeth and just acts... (laughs) Pretends to be a piece of lettuce. Mm -hmm. Sid, we're over to you. Yeah. Um, He's not flanking... (laughs) 
<laughs> nope. No. He's flanking okay. from the inside. He's flanking from the inside, and that's what matters. Uh, we call this the internal flank. Sure. Yeah, when that happens. Um, I'm flanking its intestinal wall. The flank of Jonah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, 25 to hit. That'll hit. Sweet. Uh, no allies around this motherfucker. Nope. Um, Only in this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Alright! Why won't you die? Um. Alright. Um. Twenty-six damage. Holy balls! All right, this thing is not looking good. It Fuck. looks like it might have eaten something that disagreed with it. <laughs> and I would like to bonus action disengage. Okay. And move away from it. Uh, there's only so much space you have in this pit. Yeah, as far away as I can. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you basically like skirt around it and move to the other side of the pit. Yeah. All right, that'll bring us to Tirza. The kobolds um, that were in front of you are fleeing away towards a large, uh, you can't even really see that far, actually. The only light around you is being cast by uh, Oculo at near Jet, and uh, some of the bioluminescent headdresses of other kobolds that are now pouring into this hall. I'm going to um, go to the edge of the pit and shout down, just like, Sid, are you alright? Do you need help down there? And you see this uh, big tentacular horrible monster sort of just like chasing him across the pit. Yep. I wouldn't mind uh, it. <laughs> so I'm going to whip out a uh, javelin mm-hmm. and I'm going to throw it at this this boy. Okay. I mean the tentacle thing, not Sid, obviously. I mean, look, I just, I'm, I'm fine either Star way. Strike. <laughs> Just want to clarify. Ooh, boysy, oysy, oysy. How's the 22 sound, Mr. Tentacle Man? I'm going to use uh, Divine Smite as well. At what level? First. I only have first level spells left. Um, That is 14 damage. 14 damage. Is exactly actually exactly what you needed. Yes, he was at one forty six. You needed fourteen to get to one sixty. Jesus, yawn. So this javelin will implant itself in the meaty midsection of this thing, and then burst with a static discharge of holy light, and this monster will just like jitter and flail around uh thankfully Sid you got far enough away that it's not going to fall on top of you and as it collapses and its tongue lolls out of its mouth a <laughs> really furious looking halfling will roll out onto this just like slide of saliva and then get back up and dive back into its mouth and then half a second later come back out with his sword, sword. Yeah. oh okay um, I, I didn't realize he didn't have a sword okay <laughs> what Ah! Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> Grawl, that was we're the over only here. place I felt whole. Um, uh, <laughs> how, ma- how, how many kobolds are left? Uh, so, uh, the, panicked, right? the five kobolds that were left, 
fled across the room to another hallway leading south, and you see them regrouping with a big crowd of kobolds that are coming through that hallway. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> you see uh... other ones in headdresses, like the Junk Shaman or the Lizard Wizard. You see a couple of Swolebalds. You see a bunch of the little guys. You see a couple of them that have, like, the weird baskets of stuff strapped to their backs. Are there any other exits to this room? Uh, there are the stairs you came down, and then there mm-hmm. is another passage directly south from you. The passage where all the kobolds are regathering are sort of sort of to the southeast. Okay. So it's just stairs, one other thing, and then kobolds. Yeah. But this room is also gigantic, by the way. To get all to right. either of those two hallways, you have to move about 60, 70 feet. Okay. Um... There is also the pit. There is also you the know, pit, but the pit doesn't really go anywhere. Oh, down. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's that's fair. Um, it's just like a holding pit. Yeah, it's like a sand pit in an arena. Cell. Um, okay. Um, I think I guess I will. Uh, I'll. Does everyone else see that the kobolds are coming in, funneling uh, in? Everyone I don't. Except for Tirza. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Tirza, you should do that thing again. She can't. Um, I guess I'm gonna shoot at them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll fire off two more. Key up. Oh, that's not good. It's not a botch. It's not a botch, but it's real close. Uh, nine. Okay, nine goes sailing into the crowd. You don't know if it's had any effect on anyone. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's that's better. Okay, uh, that is a 22. You definitely strike dead center mass at one of the kobolds. For six damage. All right, it goes down. Um, I'd like to like move down and kind of be fully grouped up with everyone. Okay, uh, everyone except for Sid. Um, yeah. All right, Cherish? No, yeah, definitely not that. Um, I... uh, how, how deep is the pit? The pit is about 15 feet down. Okay, perfect. I hand, I I guess, either hand my rope to Jet or tell him to go throw a rope down for Sid and Yawn. Okay, yeah, he totally does that. Uh, and then I want to cast Magic Missile, and I want to use a Sorcerer's Point to you to do Subtle Spell. So okay. that hopefully I don't get fucking counterspelled again. And I want to cast it as a second level spell at... Uh, goodness gracious, uh, at four of the shaman-looking ones. The lizard okay. wizard. Roll me some of those d4s. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait, I need another. Okay, so we have three, three, two, and four. Right, damage peppers into them. They don't. They they take the damage. They don't know where it's coming from, and they're panicking. Um, I need everyone to give me an insight roll. Oh, I'm Actually, sorry. What check? Sid, you wouldn't see this because you're in a hole. Right. Uh, insight. Okay. Oh shit. Oh shit. What do we got? Four from Grawl. Four for Grawl. <laughs> 23. 14. All right. 
Cherish, you see Jet let out a laugh and then charge forward at the hall of, like, swarming kobolds. And for a minute you panic, but then you immediately notice what has got him so excited. And that is the blazing, fiery form of Captain Brightheart coming yeah. in from behind the kobolds, flanked by other edge masons. It seems the ones flowing out of this hallway were running in a panic, and now they're being trapped... <laughs> Between two groups that they do not want to fight. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jet's gonna let out a... Yeah! Edge my sons! And run forward. <laughs> stay, 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 stay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, good. So, Sweet. to cut a long story short, because <laughs> the outcome of this is now fairly inevitable... Uh, caught between a group of very angry edge masons and the four of you, uh, eventually Sid and Jan are dragged out of the pit. The rest of these kobolds are decimated in short order. Few are left alive at all, if any. Um, maybe only one or two that are just, like, pretending to be dead under the corpses of their friends. Their pale bodies are piling up uh the light in here becomes almost akin to daylight as captain brightheart charges forward his great sword alight with fire nice uh and as he brightens that much you can see that the kobolds are actually shrinking away and their skin even crisping just by the mere like light of him um and they are charging yeah, they're basically caught between a rock and a hard place, and they are just routed. As the, as the fight ends, uh, Captain Brightheart will definitely say, a uh, few of them managed to make it back down some of their holes, but I think this is near the last of them. Hmm. Woo! Yeah. Did you guys have much trouble with those cockatrices? My god, I don't even know what else you guys went up against. Uh, there was cockatrices, there was, a quite a few traps along the hallways, there was some arrow slits, they used our own defenses against us. Mm. They had these big, nasty lizard things that come up from underground, I don't even know how to describe them. All I know is, wherever they came from, they brought horrors with them. Yeah, that would explain that thing down the pit. Ugh. Or is that oh. And Captain Brightheart will look and like, oh, those sons of bitches, they killed our garbage disposal. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did that. They did. Yeah. <laughs> they did. It was horrible. Captain Jan will say, uh, you guys, that I was think actually... it might have eaten something that disagreed with it. <laughs> does, does he go for a high five with Sid? No, he high fives himself. Yes, yeah, there it is. That tracks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's just covered in, like, mucus and blood. <laughs> and he seems perfectly fine with it. Yeah. yeah. In fact, he definitely, like, wipes a finger across his armor at one point and just, like, tastes it. What? Oh, That's bad. gross. Yawn! So and he kind of shrugs and says, Don't judge. I mean, a little too late, but sure. <laughs> It's an interesting strategy you got there. 
fighting him from the inside out, huh? I it was a subtle strategy, but I think it worked quite nicely. In the end, it paid off. You kind of defend the inside of your own gut, as me old mam used to say. It's hmm. <laughs> oddly specific. <laughs> was she not into probiotics? No, she just wasn't very good at cooking. <laughs> they boiled rocks, okay. It's, yeah, yeah, they you know. Are the other trainees okay? Were the, were the kobolds actually eating them? Uh... Captain Brightheart will get, like, a very solemn look on his face, and I don't know what they were doing with them, but there's no sign of them here. They may have been dragged below ground. God. They were being moved, he'll turn to Jet and say, they were being taken to the kitchen because that's where one of their entrances to the lower depths broke through. Do you think there's more of them coming? I don't know. We need to seal those breaches is what we need to do. The one in the kitchen is already sealed. Rookie, you said there were two others? And Jet will nod and say, Yeah, they, they broke in through some of the, uh, over in the, the sleeping areas, over in the quarters. They, uh, they broke through in a couple other places. I, I, I can show you to them. And the captain will gesture in a batch of uh, Edge Masons will follow Jet's lead out to the uh, the other emergence points. Uh, when you're alone with the captain, he'll nod towards like the just explosion radius of bodies around the door <laughs> where the y'all entered, and say, "Looks like you had your own fair bit of excitement on the way down as well." Yeah, there were a couple of them. There were uh, quite a few holed up in the rookery and. A couple when we came down the slide. It kind of was a bad idea in retrospect, but caught them unaware. No, it was no. really more the other way around. Hey, but you're alive. I'm impressed. Look, I have to Oh, uh I'm sorry, my apologies. Miss... Um your uh your men who were by those uh, chicken things. Cockatrice. Yeah. I don't know if Tirza knows what a cockatrice is. You would Are know they... what a cockatrice is. They're they're okay. a they're a moderately common nuisance. Um, and also, is that something that would that lay on hands would help with? No, but something you would know is that the petrification of a cockatrice isn't as permanent as the like basilisk stare. Okay. So, like, a cockatrice's petrification will wear off in about a day. Oh, okay. Cool. That's if, a bas if a basilisk gets a hold of you, though, you're fucked. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just kidding. My question yeah. is moot, then. <laughs> yeah, and the captain would just be like, ah, oh, they'll be fine. Give it a day. I mean, look, they'll be stiff as all get out, but they'll be all right. Anyway, I can't thank all of you enough for what help you were able to provide. Clearly, if they would up in the rookery as well, you made sure they were looking the other way while we were coming up their butts. Yeah, that was the idea. Mm-hmm. If there's anything I can do to repay you, just let me know. Hmm. 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 
You want crabs? I mean, Do you want really you making no, a crab Raw's gesture with your hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. crab claws. I've had seafood before. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no. Grawl's Graw, not saying Graw wants to be paid for his time, but you know. Are you saying this out loud? No, 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 no. Uh, we do have uh, a long journey ahead of us, so um, maybe just a, a, a small uh, financial stipend would be most appreciated. All right. Well, we've got a small discretionary fund here at the uh, the Bastion. We could probably dole you out a little something. Great. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Normally we save people taking care. bounties off the jobs board, but I feel like you've all earned it. Speaking of job boards and bounty hunters, none of you guys are, like, people bounty hunters on the side, right? You have to tell me, otherwise it's entrapment. That's actually not how that works, but, um, mm. no. We edge masons hunt the inhuman that threatens civilization. If it can okay. speak and talk, we don't try to hunt it. Okay, that's good. I just, I have, I've got some stuff going on, and I took the hat off, and that was sort of like a disguise thing and it's just a whole, it's a whole thing. And I'm, yeah. All right. Then. I didn't do anything illegal. It's a cult that once uh, that has a bounty on my head. So it's nothing like bad. There is clearly a story here. Yeah. <laughs> I'd offer you the hospitality of the sun pass tower, but uh, I think we've got a little bit of cleaning up to do here. I don't know if we're exactly fit to keep guests. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are keeping that camp up outside, we'd really, we would be really uh, grateful if we could set up in your camp for the night. Yeah, I don't absolutely. Know what time it is. It's probably a little past like two in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah we should probably get going then. And you are all good at I'm so now. tired. I know, I'm really tired too. <laughs> Captain Brightheart will say. Look, you're free. Feel free to rest up as long as you want in and around the tower. You can try to find one of the rooms that are not full of corpses at the moment. Um, yeah. We'll see what we can do about getting you some of those discretionary funds. Um, but in the meantime, just take a load off and stay safe. Don't fall into Thank any you. holes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, I say we leave in the morning. I don't think we need to risk traveling um, this exhausted. I agree. <clears throat> also, okay. some of us, a couple of us still smell from that whole skunk thing. I want to see if I can use <laughs> the digitation to get rid of that. You are indeed able to use prestidigitation to get rid of the skunk smell. Yay! Um, and I, I'll use it on Jet when I run into him next. Yeah, and uh, Jed is definitely scurrying around doing a little bit of busy yeah. work for the Edge Masons. He's bringing people to the places where the Cobalts broke in. And at least one instance, you see one of the holes where the Cobalts broke in, and there is a weird, humid breath of air coming up from these holes as you observe them. But even as you watch, the Edge Masons are planting their weapons in the ground near these holes, and the earth itself is sealing them back up again in a check sure i'm gonna use advantage oh god one of those was a botch um <laughs> the other one is a 
22. And what are you trying to learn about? Um, well, I, you know, there's this weird humid air and these kobolds came up from the ground, which I guess I don't know much about kobold behavior, but that seems strange to cherish. So she's just wondering if there was any kind of magic involved. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, honestly, based on their behavior and just their appearance, their whole eyeless, pale visage, it seems like they are... Yeah, it's tough to say. The the pale complexion that they have only reminds you of one other person you've met, and that's Talila. Yeah. Yeah. So it sort of leads you to believe that they're maybe from the Underdark. Yeah. What precisely comprises the Underdark, you still don't know. Right. But based on this, like, breath of hot, fetid air coming up from it, it can't be good. Yeah. It smells of... Briefly of rotted vegetation and just, like, thick jungle sweat. Mm-hmm. But okay. what your arcana roll does give you is, as you observe the edge masons sealing these holes, you can tell that it's their weapons that are sort of giving them these powers, and as you watch, you can notice for the first time that each of their weapons has some kind of small etched bronze band somewhere near the hilt where they hold their weapons. Mm-hmm. And uh, you vaguely recognize that they are have like primordial runes etched on those bands. Ooh. So it seems as though they're commanding some kind of elemental power through their weapons. Nice. Uh, so you get re- what rest you may. Eventually the captain will dole out 200 gold to each of you. Nice. Oh, jeez. Back in the money. 206 gold. And... As you find yourself getting a long rest, you also hit level seven. <gasps> yes! Yes! I was... I was going to ask if so. fighting a whole tower of things... <laughs> oh, yes. So pretty That's soon, awesome. your journey will take you farther south to Blue Gulch. What adventures wait you there... We'll have to wait and see. For now, you're getting a long rest. You're hitting level 7. And you're unlocking some new powers with your forge-bonded items, which we will discuss Ah! come the future. So, until... Forge-bond, yeah. (laughs) Until then... Of course, you can find us on Twitter at MattComRPG. That is spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. Please let us know what you thought of this crazy, nonsensical, cobalt madness. Because uh, I had a lot of fun designing this little dungeon here. Did not think uh, you would take the slide. <laughs> yeah, that's clear. That is clear that that is not what you... Um, I also like to think this slide was actually made out of that really weird, super static yellow plastic from any any McDonald's ever. Yeah. <laughs>
It's weird. Everything else is like this really classy stonework, and then mm-hmm. it's just like plastic McDonald's slide. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey guys, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm on Twitter at cryoutolivia. Come hang out. Let's talk uh, about kobolds. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C Lewis. Uh. Man, these last two episodes have been super fun, and I'm oh having God. a very good so time. So much fun. Heck. Holy crap. <laughs> I can just, hey, Mike, I'll tell you what I thought about this dungeon. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> Made me a little sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to find me on Instagram and Twitter, you can do so at the Readimus. Um, hit me with your best dad jokes because I need to add more so I can annoy the rest of my friends. Please no. don't. Jesus. You I, I, no, you know what? I'll, uh, yeah, just hit me with your best stuff. Make a hit me with your yeah. dad jokes. Come uh, on and hit me with your dad jokes. And please, 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 please rate us on whatever platform you are um, consuming our our podcast because uh, it means a lot to us to know that you know that you're listening and that you like it. So uh, yeah, please do that. It's true. Of course, if you want to interact with me personally on Twitter, you can do so at MKGorgoni. I can also be found over on my other podcast, Panel Up, where I talk about all things pop culture. Um, I believe as of the uh, last episode, we will be talking about uh, Shazam, the new movie from DC. And I believe our very own Reed Morris will be joining us uh, for that discussion. Let's hear it for the Doing some podcast crossover business there. Um, and as always, if you wish to follow Omatep on Twitter, you can do so at NPC underscore AN. Because even when he is not here to sell useful items that could have gotten you out of this jam, uh, he is still <laughs> an important NPC. And even when we talk about a, another contentious important NPC. <laughs> <laughs> As always, y'all, the world is chaos, so please be kind to one another. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya.